That was an awkward time to start recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, it's, it's a good intro to uh, this episode. Sure. About, yeah, you know, trust issues. Trust issues. Yeah. Trust yeah. issues, Very deception, yeah. Yeah. Uh, crimes what, what, of passion. Yes. <laughs> a better way to start the Hitchcock yeah. episode than by saying Manakarasu. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Movie Mandem. I'm one of your hosts, Damien. With me, as always, my co-host. Hey, it's me, Bam. Hello, Bam. Uh, we are talking about one of the greatest filmmakers. I was about to say one of the greatest living filmmakers, and yeah. that is not accurate. Uh, he died a little while ago. Very much dead. <laughs> um, but we couldn't do it on our own since it's such a, a big figure in filmmaking. We're talking about Alfred Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. If you've never seen an Alfred Hitchcock movie, you've definitely heard the name, yeah. and you've seen several things that have parodied his yeah. work. Uh, but we have some some people with us today. One of uh, one of them we ex- well one of them you expected. Right. I did not expect that. Yeah. And then not the that other I person, expect her. Yeah. She is the one who inspired us. Oh no, that's right. You did <laughs> say you had a friend that wanted to talk yeah. about Alfred. So I did expect them. You're right. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there um, is a second person. There here. is a second person. Yeah. Much like an Alfred Hitchcock yeah, film. There's real a twist. T- real twist. <laughs> um, <laughs> so to my right, we have Kin, who I'm meeting for the first time today, and we have uh, Dion to my left. Who I'm meeting for the third time, fourth time, one of those times. Tenth, hundredth, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> Numbers are just fake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome, ladies, to yeah, the and movie. And uh, one of these people Thank in this you. room is related to me. Yes. And we'll figure it out as the episode goes by. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. You see if you can figure it out by the end. Mm-hmm. If you if you figure it out before it's revealed, um, let us know on Twitter. All right, you get the prize. Oh, there's an eerie que- creak. As mm-hmm. the mics are rolling. <laughs> oh there. Yeah. Did did, did, a, did a stranger just appear into the? It's an Easter egg. It's a, it's a thousand There's a ghost in the studio. Ooh, we, are, we are haunted, um, haunted by a former guest. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're upset about how we misrepresented them on the episode. Mm-hmm. All right. So, talking about Alfred Hitchcock, and yeah. he, he has a, a giant filmography. Yeah. Um, so, we are really focusing on two films today. We're talking about. He has a giant filmography, but I argue he has 15 classics and like 10. Real but so, so we can reference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you oh, can, can okay. talk about whatever you, can you, talk about whatever you like on this show. You know what? I think I'll let you take it away, considering this was something that you wanted uh, us to discuss. So why is why Alfred Hitchcock, out of all the filmmakers, why is this the one? When I posited to you, hey, I have a movie podcast. What do you like? And you're like, <clears throat> Hitchcock. Yeah. I, I just, I've never had a film of his that I don't want to keep re- watching on repeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's It's... You know, normally when you have a thriller, mm-hmm. you watch it once. The thrill yeah, like, of it is gone. Right, right. right. You're like, oh, but, great. Mm-hmm. But with his, it's different. There's something special about it like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he has a different genre. You know, thriller oh, yeah, is actually he... not his only genre. Yeah. 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 Uh, he does crime capers, um, suspenses, romances. He does. And he has done comedies, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Pro- uh, pro- prolific filmmaker, one yeah. would say. Definitely. Um, we're we're going to be 
concentrating today on Psycho and Dal M for Murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, two movies very much on your HBO Maxes. Yes. You can fire them up right now. Yeah. This is really easy to find. So as I, as I said to, to Kin earlier, um, I'm very glad that these are the films that she chose for the syllabus today. Um, because they were very much accessible. I just had to hit play on them. And I just want to bring attention to the blurb for um, Psycho on HBO Max. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it says, a a woman... uh, I don't think I can find it here. A blurb. So it's like a little synopsis of of what the film is. Um, But essentially it said, uh, a a woman steals money from her boss Mm -hmm. and goes to the Bates Motel where weird things happen. Yes, that is it. That is all that it that says. That is precisely what happens. To it is. It is that very is a precise. Correct synopsis. It's like I'm karma amplified. amplified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it is karma amplified. I, I this this is remember deep in like the Hayes Code of movies. Yes. So like mm-hmm. you do one bad thing, yes. <laughs> and then instant murder happens. Yeah, narratively you are burned forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's start with that one then. I feel like that's the one that people uh, are most. most familiar with. Yeah. Um, when I said one of the most popular films of all time. One yeah, say. yeah. When I said earlier that you've seen his work parodied a lot, that's the thing that I would because I first watched this movie mm-hmm. today. Right, this is the first time I ever seen Psycho. Oh, okay. It's been on my list for years. Sure, along with Casablanca. For yeah, instance. along with Casablanca, mm-hmm. for instance. Mm-hmm. Just okay. One of these days, I'm gonna watch it, and yeah. I'm not gonna tell I'm you. Damon, I'm gonna take a picture of you and then right at this very moment while you're saying. No, so here's the thing. The next time and I'm going to tell the, the people listening, yeah. like this is the exact moment. The next they, time they you you try and shame me right. about not having seen Casablanca, right. I'm gonna have secretly seen it, okay. and I'll be like, aha, uh-huh. I have seen it. Right, you're lying. Okay, and then start yeah. singing the song from it. Yeah. No, I'm just getting uh-huh. revenge because you shamed me for being, what, 10 minutes late while getting food. When was for that? For the Joshua J. Paul episode. That was like, what, I was a trying month to ago? Feed, no, that was like three years ago. I was trying to feed you and the guests and uh-huh. you shamed me for being late. So now I'm getting you back. That's fine. Yeah. A little bit of shame goes a long way. Yeah. Tete-tete. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's very popular. Um, and having seen it today, there were several things in it where I, I have seen this shot for shot done yeah. in different things. Um, but, so, alright, so the movie opens with, uh, there's a couple in a bed. Yeah. And they're having some lovey-dovey times some, some together. Nice ho- some nice horniness. <laughs> some Breaking all the rules of the Hayes Code. Yeah, some... Infidelity. <laughs> smooching. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was a, a, a good way to, like, introduce these characters because... Oh, no, you know, that's actually not how the, movie, the film starts. You how know how start? the film starts? The film starts with a great um, opening credits... Mm-hmm. And yes. an incredible score, yeah. and yes. you have to understand that. Like, I only watched Cycle like maybe three, four years ago yeah. for the first time, oh. and so I went my entire adult life thinking that Buster Rhymes' "Give Me Some More" <laughs> was the only <laughs> place where that music took place. Uh-huh. So you have to stand the shock when I hear the sample <laughs> being used in Cycle, and I go in, "Hold up, no, <laughs> hold up, no, Alfred Hitchcock." New Buster Rhymes? What's, what's happening? <laughs> no, I, I don't think that's how that worked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, where, however you got to the sound is is valid. Yeah. Um, but what a what a way for you to enjoy this film yeah. with Buster Rhymes. So, so, so one minute into the film, Buster Rhymes is on your mind. In, I'm just like, oh, it's the Buster Rhymes song. Yeah. Great, I'll probably enjoy <laughs> this film. It didn't even click to me. Yeah. 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 Oh, there we go. Um, but it, it has the, these the, this couple in, in the bed and uh, the... The woman in the scene, she'd like things to be a little bit more serious. As sure. She puts it more respectable. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he 
He seems a little bit Handle like... And all this trollop in our own town. No, not quite. I think he was just... He knew he was on the wrong foot. Mm-hmm. Like right. he, he didn't have enough cash to make this right. decision at yeah. this time. Because you get the impression that he's divorced. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he's he's broke right now. He's, <laughs> he's broke he's and going, divorced. Yeah, yeah. Right. Bad, so it, two bad things to be mm-hmm. as, as a suitor of a woman. <laughs> well, <laughs> and you know it's, it's afternoon. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. right. So Lunchtime. They're, they're, they're sneaking away. Yes, it, she's she snuck away from her office yeah, job. Yeah, a little a afternoon nice, delight. Kind of lunch lunchtime motel. Yeah, um, and uh, so, he, but she she wants things to be respectable. She doesn't want to you know be sneaking around. She wants to introduce him to mm-hmm. her family. Mm-hmm. Um, she's talking about boiling a steak. For, yep. for, Excuse for, me, boiling. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yes. She talks about boiling steak. <laughs> oh yuck. Yeah. <laughs> It's I don't na- like this woman. Na- 1960s um, <laughs> <Boy>. <laughs> no. is not that great. No, but the thing about it is she, she positions it as... Remember Bad Men? Or every meal was the most disgusting uh, thing you've ever seen. That's all there is. <laughs> she, she positions it as this, this, you know, inviting thing like, oh, hey, you come meet my sister. You get a boiled steak. I get a boiled yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, And I, it just disgusting imagery as I was watching yeah. the film because I just can't imagine something worse. Um. Anyway, she she goes after her job. She, he'd like her to you know stay a bit longer, but she she needs to get back before mm-hmm. suspicions are mm-hmm. um, arisen. Uh, and when she gets there, there's this um, I, I guess you could call him like a cowboy man. That's how it's I not a cowboy. Him. He's just like a rich Texan right. who just wears exactly. a hat. Yeah, and comes off very boisterous and southern. Right, right, right. But also very friendly, very open. Yeah, a bit too friendly. Too friendly, one yes. could argue. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. but you could see that by the way what he does next. Right. Yeah. 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 Which you, you can go on if you want to um, jump in about the. Well, he he basically gives them cash. Right. Yeah. Because like she works in a law grand, firm yeah. of some sort. Yeah. Um, well, was it a law firm? I thought it was, was like a, a real estate real estate um, yeah. firm. I think the, the, her boss was like a lawyer, but okay. yes, you're right. Okay. Yeah, because he's, he's trying specifically to, real estate. to iron down like this land deal and yes. he's got, he, he d- demands to pay cash. And um, he, um, while he's doing that, he's like flirting with this, this woman that we've met, um, Marion. Um, and, you know, we know that she's not going to have any interest in him, uh, but you can see how irritated she is by his. his yeah, she's advances. a woman in the 1960s. Yeah, so she's being harassed openly. <laughs> yeah. And she just kind of has together. to just. Yeah, that's not just the yeah. 1960s, mama. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> it hasn't changed much. But, sure. um, Still happening. Yeah, so, so she, you know, uh, she makes up this excuse about how she has a headache, but uh, mm-hmm. really what she has is a fat water cash in her hands. Right. And a scheme in her heart, mm-hmm. and um, this actually was one of the moments that I liked, um, where she she's talking with her coworker, and there's a line where she says, "You can't buy off unhappiness with a pill." Oh, that's right. basically that's like right. you know. I, oh, sorry, I was referring to what the Texas man said. Oh, oh, right, right, <laughs> right. Um, which I that was a, a, an interesting line, especially mm-hmm. in this era, to to be, be like this rejection of just taking a pill for things, right. um, and. The, the entire movie, there's these moments where they're discussing mental health and yeah, how to yeah. deal with it. And yeah. very blatantly, there's a scene where um, two characters are just discussing about, you know, how to handle mental health. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, there, there is that, that lovely undercurrent of, like, if we get into, like, uh, slight history a bit, like, after yeah. World War Two, when, like, basically, you know, all the, all the able-bodied men went to war. Mm-hmm. And so the women kind of... The women of the generation kind of like took up factory jobs and worker mm-hmm. jobs all of mm-hmm. a sudden, and they yeah. had this like full autonomy over their life. 
for like somewhat, three, somewhat for like three, four years. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the men came back from the war and they're like, anyway, back to the kitchen with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then many of them had like a breakdown because they're like, oh, I could have been living a more interest. All these suburban wives all of a sudden realized they could have been living a more interesting life. Yeah. So they just got heavily flooded with like chill pills, <laughs> like pills to kind of like <laughs> sedate them from having, you know, thoughts of really greater autonomy in life. Yeah. Yes. So that, yes. Tranquilizers. Tranquilizers. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Call it. That's, that's, that's yeah. kind of what I think they're referring to. Yeah. Uh, so, But she's, she's rejecting it and she decides she's going to go on her road trip mm-hmm. uh, uh, with this $40,000 in cash. Now, I wasn't sure uh, exactly how much $40,000 was. Let's do that math right Let's now. do that inflation oh, check. Oh, boy. Um, $40,000 $40, in 1960. Because the house the man was buying, though. Right. So you know that's house money. It would have been... It's, it's $367,886. Good God. Yeah. That's yeah, a lot yeah. of money. She yeah. stole a lot. She yeah. stole a lot of money. But, you know, the thing is, I didn't get the inclination at the time I was watching it that she was going to steal it. She was just so cool. Yeah. She's been icy. very suspect. So I was just like, she's obviously going to... She uh, she seemed to me like... Because I, I felt like, okay, she... She's she's going back to the her apartment, right. and and when she's in the apartment, you can see kind of like the scheme packing. is is mm-hmm. is being yeah. plotted. So yeah. there was like an inkling when she left the business, and when she gets to the apartment, she's just like, "All right, I'm gonna do this. I'm right. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bet on me, mm-hmm. feminism, <laughs> L- love wins, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because she wants to run off into the sunset." Specifically for her, I think it was like, okay, now she can get married right. to this fellow. Right. Because the fellow is like, he, he has all this financial insecurity. Right. And, and the whole time. She's not fix it by stealing. <laughs> yeah, so she's talking, he's talking about how, okay, he's got uh, his ex wife, alimony. Uh, yeah. alimony, and he's got all these other things to pay for. And mm-hmm. then she's like, let's get married. And I was like, yeah. Weddings are not inexpensive. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and you're talking about respectability. A respectable wedding is quite Well, expensive. if they're running away to the other side of the country, right. then and, that, re- and that really eases up the wedding bills, and I think. Elopement is not respectable, though. Yeah. Right. Well, no, she, she wanted like her, her sister yeah. and everything to be like, oh, this is the guy, oh, this is nice. Yeah. So that's going to cost a pretty penny. Also, um, you know, this is also that kind of um, brilliantly terrifying time of like cultural where like, if you murdered somebody in New York, you could just move to Texas and nobody would ever <laughs> yeah, find you ever. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, nothing would, nobody would follow you ever. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Just there's, there's, yeah, there's no social media to just, right. like, there's no Amber Alert to put like, out. Like, to like, say, like hey. the amount of serial killers that just, like, you know, killed five people and Got dipped and then, yeah. and then nothing came of it. Ever. I mean, you know that there are some former serial killers out there just going on about the good old days. Like, I'm, I'm sure. Remember I'm when sure. you could just kill someone and yeah. nobody would know anything about it? I don't think it? there's a serial killers club. Jamie. I, 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 everybody needs to I watch enough King. Netflix to know that. I mean, I'm not saying I know of them personally and I would never admit that in a public space if I did. Right. But all I'm saying but is... Hypothetically. Hypothetically, I'm like sure the, they exist and meet the, on Thursdays. The Golden Gate Killer, the, the San Francisco guy who just like dipped yeah. and like, not to like 50 years later, somebody kind of dipped up, phoned him like just hanging out. <laughs> like, Honestly, like you know what they should do for, for all the serial killers that haven't been caught? Right. Just go on the news and say that we caught them, and then they'll get so enraged. Yeah, they'll, they'll come they'll, forward. They'll they'll like, hey, no, that was my kill work. Ten people, Damien. That's a terrible. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Reverse psychology. <laughs> right. So yeah. she 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 can get away with crimes pretty easily. Sure. Um, just drive your car ten she, miles she that way. Drives <laughs> as far. <laughs> she drives as far as she can, but unfortunately, she gets a little sleepy. Yeah. And uh, I, remember, she sees the boss. 
Yes, that's yes. true. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> so she says to her boss, oh, I have a headache. I'm going yeah, home. Yeah, go home. Yeah, she yeah. says it like three, four times. Right. She's going to go home and sleep. Right. So, so she pulls into the stoplight and she sees the boss. And the boss, boss like, locks eyes with locks her. Locks eyes with her. Right. <laughs> okay. You know what's incredible about that? Yeah. Quentin Tarantino wholesale stole that in Pulp Fiction when <laughs> Bruce Willis thinks he got away yeah. with the boxing money and oh, he sees okay, Ving okay. Rhames. Yes. It's the exact frame. And he looks up the same way and it's like... Right, right, so. right. Okay, wow. I didn't clock that in watching this, mm-hmm. but I noticed... Yeah, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's a, a, a notorious thief. Yeah. And he's very much admitted to it. Like, yeah, I stole it. Yeah, it was a good scene. I stole <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, why would I reinvent the wheel? Sure. The wheel has been made. Yeah, um, so I steal from the best. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so she, she gets a little tie-tie. <laughs> um, she falls asleep, even though... Again, she could have pulled over to anyone. She got 40 grand. It's not like she can't afford a yeah. $20 stay or whatever. She, she, she pulls over, <laughs> she falls asleep, and she sleeps so much longer than intended. A cop get, gets, you yeah, know, like, taps on. Hello, ma'am. Like, what ma'am, are you doing? This is Sleeping under a bridge? Right. Do not do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she's moving that, shifty. Yeah, she... She, she, she was so it, obvious. It, yes. Yeah, in a, in a clearly, I am up to something, by the way. She's like, so I can't leave. Wait, wait, wait. I'm careful. And she legit asks, him like do i seem suspicious he's like uh yeah what she's she like, she, she's she's like um the cop wakes her up and she's like freaking out because she's like uh <laughs> <laughs> like she just goes into that mode can a woman anyway. sleep anywhere she wants right. she goes into that mode yeah you know? and and the cop is like all right, so I'm, this is what I'm doing today. This yeah. is, I was just doing like a, a morning patrol, but yeah. I am following this woman. She's like, she anyone gone? He's like, anyone gone? Let's get my car and stuff. Yeah, and then she decides she's going to uh, trade away her car. Um, right. And this is, again, 1960s where simpler times. Simpler times, yeah. You just, just go in, cash. pay cash, pay cash yeah. um, to a, just a random used car dealership. Say, hey, take mine. I'll take one of yours, and yeah, then I'm gone. Bye-bye. The license plate is already made. And it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And... and she of course she's got the cash. You yeah. know the guy says. I love this little random guy. This little five minute scene. Oh yeah, guy. yeah, he was nice. <laughs> he was. He's like, well, you know, I can't be doing that. Like he swings at that kind of cadence. Uh, he he. So I my in my my day job, I have to talk to people a lot. It's a lot of dealing with mm-hmm. with customers, and I loved his his approach to it because he was like. All right, it's first thing in the morning. You're my first customer. Those people are always difficult. But you know what? We're not going to have a difficult time today. Yep. You and me, we're going to have a good first time. We're going to get a good car. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you're going to be on your way. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I am stealing that approach. Sure. I have learned something today. Mm-hmm. I might not have like the, the 1960s. Now, you see here kind of right. kind of twang. But uh, I'm going to use that vibe. Because mm-hmm. he, he was very like, I wanted to buy a car for yeah, him. Yeah, he's like, I'm in one scene of this Hitchcock film. I'm, I'm, like, I'm <laughs> going to make the go most of it. Yeah. Um, he gets through with her car, and uh, now this part confused me. Maybe you can clear this up. Mm-hmm. What happens to the policeman after that? Because he's watching this whole interaction at the used car dealership. Doesn't she not get on the highway and she? Oh, she loses him after that the with the new yeah. car. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then, I mean, I guess he can't like track down the mm-hmm. the plates. And, mm-hmm. Okay. There's yeah. thing. It's not car. registered. Yeah, to, all right. Okay. Yeah. Got you. Got you. All right. All right. All right, Hitchcock. You get away with that one. Mm-hmm. That's fine. He thought it through. Yeah. <laughs> um, he usually does. <laughs> he usually does. Um, are there instances where he doesn't like? Can you pick out a movie where you know it wasn't as up to par as the other ones? What's the bad Hitchcock movie? Ooh, that's blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I've I've heard several people argue he does have some bad. In his early days, genre. he kind of yeah. didn't well, didn't have it yet. He figured it out. There's a along. film that he did called Mr. and Mrs. Smith. This is the original Mr. and Mrs. Oh, Smith. Oh, okay. Right? But it's a comedy. Okay. Right. 
boy, it wasn't that great. Okay. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Just the cinematography and everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, plot holes and, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, so this movie doesn't really have um, plot holes. It's, it's pretty, pretty airtight tight <laughs> all the way through. So, but because she does end up, um, you know, driving through the rain and it's mm-hmm. set up. There's no bridge to sleep under this time. So she has to find a motel, mm-hmm. obviously. And, and uh, here comes very beautiful Bates Motel. Nothing wrong here. Nothing Come wrong on in. Here. I think it was raining so heavily that she just ended up taking turns and she yeah. veered yeah. off the main road. And and, and she sure she veered off the main road and like there it's it's a ver- wonderfully chaotically filmed sequence where you can see all the lights in in you know the headlights and in the her eyes constantly blaring behind right her. and then you see the neon of the vacancy. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, it's like this beacon in the darkness mm-hmm. and she goes towards she's and she's like, thinking, right, oh, I'm safe. And then. She just meets the sweetest man. Yep. Yeah. Norman Bates, real no, sweetie pie. Norman Bates, no, genuinely, he is such a sweet man. Yeah. Like when he when she she um drives up to the motel and he's greeting her and he's just like he's such a pleasant person yeah. to be around. I was I was so disturbed because this because Psycho builds up the entire time in your mind before you watch it. It's like, oh, this is one of the scariest movies ever made. Yeah. This guy is this and that. And it starts, and you're just like Oh, what a nice, chill, happy-go-lucky fellow! Yeah, Hitchcock has this ability to make like realistic um, scenarios mm-hmm. into very thrilling scenarios. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, um, it's, it's a good thing um, because you know <laughs> certain people are not to be trusted in this world. Sure. Exactly. So you know, uh, and there's this great um, line from um, the show uh, "Person of Interest," which mm-hmm. is a show about you know the the fact that we're all under constant surveillance by the U.S. government mm. or whichever cough, government. Cough. <laughs> As we put this out talk, on TV. Um, <laughs> uh, but, you, you know, one of the characters says, you know, you're acting a little paranoid and the main guy who's developed this way to track what people are tracking on right. you, he's like, only the paranoid survive. Right. And I feel like that's Hitchcock's kind of thing. He's just like, hey, listen, don't trust anybody. Right. Right? Don't trust how kind this man seems mm-hmm. because bad things will happen. Uh, or as HBO Max is weird things happen. But he has the classic like look in terms of he has a low blink rate. I think that's one of the things that I would have. Yes, okay, yes, that's yeah, one yeah. that I noticed that too. Yeah. When when he, when he was discussing birds and much more when just his mother, his eyes was really open, and it's not yeah. until he like kind of stops talking about her that yeah. he relaxes and starts blinking again normally. Yeah. yeah. He 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 seemed to me like okay, he's pleasant and he's working like the front desk and everything, mm-hmm. but. There's a little bit of uh, hyper awareness of how you are coming off to another person. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's constantly thinking about okay, let me let me put forward a pleasant face. But mm-hmm. initially, it's just coded as oh, he has a customer, so he's trying to be yeah, very nice. Yeah. It's late at night, it's dark, maybe he's tired, so he's just trying to be like you know mm-hmm. focus on what she needs mm-hmm. in the moment. Um, and he's perfectly nice, and he's you know uh, he's offered to you know, bring her up to the, the, the main house mm-hmm. so that they can have dinner together. The, she's the only person at this motel. By um, dinner, she gets, what, bread and cheese? <laughs> Sa- as he, 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 he advertises it as sandwiches and milk. Right. And I was taken back to a time where, man, people were just drinking milk yeah, constantly. constantly. Yeah. But, you know, knowing what, since you watched the movie, right? Yeah, knowing yeah. what you know. Yeah. Why do you think he even invited her, her up there? I, I, I took it as that he wasn't as fully aware of his condition as people thought. Because mm-hmm. I think he genuinely was like, oh, come come eat dinner with mother. Mm-hmm. And he genuinely was of the mind that mother was also up there. Yeah, I think, like, his schizophrenia makes him, like, a regular decent person. Right. But then 
it's when mom gets angry. Yeah. <laughs> and I think like so so she when when he invites her up and he's having this screaming match, which we know now as to be a screaming match with himself. I think that's his other personality going like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You can't yeah. bring her here. There's a corpse. Right. Oh, spoiler alert. Oh, I mean, it's, it's oh, a movie. Oh, are people not aware oh, of it? It's a movie from... <laughs> I, I, I knew the spoiler before watching it. Yeah. It's, it's been heavily Everyone goes in the cycle very aware of what happens yeah. in the cycle. I mean, Except for the good people of 1960. How, how much that must have blown their oh, mind? Man. Because, you know, it's, it's essentially advertised as the Janet Leigh picture. Right. Yeah. Like, she's... Janet Leigh, um, Jamie Lee Curtis's mom, mm-hmm. by the way, you know, huge, huge star of the 1950s and 60s. So I'm sure everyone and, and you know, everyone is just like, oh, she's a starlet. She's in the new Hitchcock film. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was reading up on, I, I read up on, even before we even decided to do this, I've, Psycho's one of those movies that you always see, like, fun facts about. Yes, and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. And so, like, very early on, like, during filming, like, nobody outside of, like, the, like he sat down on the cast and crew and I had them like science sworn statements like you cannot talk about this film oh, whatsoever. Yeah. So So the characters is that there was no press screening. Yeah. Um they didn't want any p- critics seeing it before it came out. Wow. And then like even on like the first day of screening, like he put a special message before the film and said like Please do not spoil the end of this for anybody. It's mm-hmm. the only ending we have. That was a joke. He, yeah. he literally put up a spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah literally. Good, good, yeah. good guy, Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was, I think it was that he was uh, at war with, with himself a lot of the time and that there was this other personality that was kind of protecting the secret. So mm-hmm. when, when he does eventually come down and, and she has obviously heard the fighting that has been going on mm-hmm. and, and they just decide to have lunch in... in his parlor. Now, right. this was a point where I, because I didn't know exactly when the the you know Switch. the murder happens. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew the scene. I knew that it was mm-hmm. in in the shower because mm-hmm. that's one of the most iconic scenes in of cinema history. Um, so I assumed it was in the bedroom right. or, or in the the um in the motel room that she's in, mm-hmm. like the bathroom that's adjacent to it. But the scene where he's inviting her to have lunch, to, to have dinner in the parlor. Sandwiches or no? I was very unsettled because yeah. he was just like, "Oh, just come into the office," and sure. he's like, "You know what? Let's just go into the parlor. The office is no place to have dinner." And every time that they, she moved further and further into this place, I was just like, "Woman, get out! Yeah, get in your car. I don't care how heavy it's raining." Yeah, you know she's in a horror film. Yeah, she, she, she doesn't does know she's, she's in a horror film. No, um, I mean, she's also she goes in there and there's just dead birds everywhere. Um, it's a creepy vibe. I think, I think taxidermy the, was a regular thing. Though. Before the yeah. dead birds, right? Mm-hmm. I think she got the exact impression you guys got that he was a harmless guy. Yeah, yeah. He was a slim, pleasant, yeah, harmless right. guy. So it's like she felt not threatened by him. Yeah. And therefore, you know, wherever he was going to invite her, she yeah. didn't feel, you know, like, like she felt comfortable enough to go up to his house. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Like, like I know, I know Hitchcock has a severe fetish with like jet black haired men and j- and blonde blonde like women. So? In most of his movies he, he, contain yeah, he, he that specific those, those characters. Yeah. Well, no, because like because like because like her her yeah. good stereotype. Oh yeah, yeah, but but like but like Norman yeah. and uh, what's his name, her 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 boyfriend. Yeah, they almost look similar to yeah. me. Oh, like okay. like Sam. Sam, yeah. Sam, yeah. So I I almost read that as just like. Uh, another person like like familiarity but almost. But the build was different. Oh I yeah, think yeah, with Sam you you get a more imposing figure. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Norman's yeah. a sort of Norman's a lanky thing. young man. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So they, you know they sit down, they have their nice meal, and um, she of course is they're discussing the 
argument that she just overheard mm-hmm. and he's going into the history with his mother mm-hmm. and um, he gets very defensive about the the idea that she has she should put in a home yeah to put her in a home mm-hmm. and I, I I like this because I was like you know what Norman I'm on your side because he's like um, you know you're, you're suggesting I just put my mother yeah, somewhere just put her away just yeah. put her somewhere like, have you ever been in a place like this yeah. like, like he speaks about how and he calls her on it <laughs> deteriorated those places normally are and, he, and he's like look at the way you said it put her somewhere, somewhere like yeah, she's yeah. you know something to be discarded or mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. Um, I mean before that he, he sets off a few red flags sure uh, like when he just a few yeah when he goes um, uh, <laughs> five or six what does he say about um, a boy's best friend is his mother is a boy's yes. best friend no she yeah she he basically, uh, well, a boy's best friend is, is his mother. Yeah, yeah he a, said a, that. I, I forgot what she calls him on, but. Yeah, ladies, if, if a man says that to you, run. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying that uh, boys should not have good relationships with their mothers, but. If he vocalizes it, is that the red flag? I mean, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if you're getting the vibe that you might be coming second fiddle to, to his mother, that's, that's not going to end up well for your, your relationship. Um, it, I don't think it's always a healthy thing. Got to have some balance there. I mean, historically. Hollywood and I, I suppose most like facts about serial killers and such. Yeah. Link it back to like, yeah, there was a really shitty yeah. <laughs> early relationship with with a mother that yeah. kind of yeah. like in the show parents in general that kind it, of started the ball rolling on yeah. her. They try mm-hmm. to allude to that. Yeah. Boy. I don't know, because the thing is like it is a big red flag. Yeah. Um specifically because he verbalized it. Yeah. And he verbalized it to the woman that he's supposedly trying to impress. He's trying to woo as well. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was interesting. Yeah. It, it's like it, he couldn't help himself. Yeah. It's almost like he was he was positioning it as like uh, this, this, you know, notch on his belt. Like, oh, I have a great relationship with my mom. What a catch I must be, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and... But once he gets defensive, that's when things kind of shut down. Because he, he's clearly yeah, he, interested he, in her. Right. And he's trying to, like, you know, see if he can get some occupancy in that motel room sure. as well. Um, but then when, when, that, when she says those things, it seems it's like... when she brings up, your, your mother might sound a little crazy, put her away. Yeah. He's just like, oh, Don't no. Don't talk about no, my mom. Yeah. <laughs> now is the time for murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he goes away. And um, then she, she's like... And what I liked about this was um, this woman has not showered in a long time. Like she, she yeah, leaves her apartment, <laughs> she falls asleep under the bridge, right. still hasn't showered. Right. So a full day has passed. Well, you know, as we all know, white people are very um, casual. I don't know if she uses soap. Ba- I kept looking for the ab- soap. No, it's just straight water. Just straight water on her water. body. Yeah. yeah. So she drives from under the bridge and she, she I mean, she gets a little She's bit of rain. She's her clothes wet yeah. and smelly. Yeah. yeah. She will soon bathe, guys. That's how she gets killed. That's what I'm saying, right? So so she, this woman hasn't bathed in at least two days and now she's having just the most relaxing therapeutic I, I, shower I, I, of I her guess life. technically she bathed before she left her apartment. Yeah. But I'm saying that's two days ago at this point, right? Yeah. Yes. But now she's getting this wonderfully relaxing shower, mm-hmm. you know? And she's just and I, and I hope nothing back. I feel like yeah. she's so Jamaican that we have podcasters talking about this lady's hygiene for more than. Dion, you missed the five minute um salt and pepper <laughs> is, is seasoning talk. <laughs> yeah. Um. So she finally gets to clean herself. Um. Good for the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Um. And th- th- this is when the the immortal shower scene comes to play. Mm-hmm. Um. So you, it starts with you see her on the right and you see. Mm-hmm. A uh, figure coming, uh, you know, shrouded into behind the shower curtain. Mm-hmm. It's just a, you know, a silhouette of them. And then 
curtain pulls and you yeah. hear their you see, you, see, yeah, you see wig you see person in wig in you see the you eyes see a, you see a female silhouette you see right. a female yeah, silhouette, see a female yes. silhouette. You see knife being raised um, Janet Lay poor Janet Lay turns around she's like what's up and then she gets stabbed skewered <laughs> multiple times yeah, yeah. Multiple she times. gets she gets yeah. Ree, ree, ree. Yeah. On, on each re <laughs> is a is a joke of the knife yeah um, you know prior to that yeah. actually there's two details that it's very subtle like the dead birds yeah. Uh-huh. Right, and then the fact that she put the money away, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes, and, yeah. and then she just ripped the things. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, that's what helps her. Help, not helps her, but you know, right? The, the, yeah, okay. the police yes. consult yes. the thing. So, so, so yeah. for some, so this woman, she steals forty thousand dollars, pays seven hundred of it mm-hmm. for uh, a used car, sure, and then decides to write down the previous transaction just to keep track of how much money she stole. Now, I know we said earlier that, you know, it's very easy to get away with a crime, Mm -hmm. but like she's deliberately leaving a paper trail for her crime. For herself to be caught, yeah. Yeah. She's not uh, smart. Yeah. (laughs) So. Like, I'm just saying, if she hadn't been murdered, very, very likely she would have at least spent the next several years in prison. Like, yeah, I mean the the cop. Uh, it's it's bare luck that she got away from the yeah. cop. <laughs> to be honest, and so. and she's she's not good under pressure at all. No. You know, and so I'm. Well, I, to, to be fair, neither is Norman when the detective <laughs> comes yeah. around and asks yeah. two questions and he falls immediately. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Yeah. So so the she she gets slashed and uh, yeah. then I I I want to of <laughs> of uh, uh, Martina McGuffey was breaking this out because she's just like. <sighs> the waters are clean, and like, because <laughs> she's like after the murder, after the murder, like Aww. or or even the way she was like stabbed, like yeah. If I'm sorry, if I was in the show and I've been startled in the show, yeah, and you're just gonna drop immediately okay. if you're startled in the show, yeah, like yeah. like she, like she turns her on side, like huh, Slip excuse me, and then she like slowly drops down the water. She's yeah. been stabbed, yeah, she, and she 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 grabs onto the shower, shower curtain, curtain yeah, yeah, and she like lifts up her hand yeah. and. Also, like, uh, what a miracle of blocking that, like, zero nudity was involved yeah. in this very straightforward naked person being stabbed scene. Yeah. But yeah. also, like, the fact that she just, like, slowly drops down and she, like, you know, kind of calmly almost dies in the show. Yeah. Um, I was trying to justify that, that, like, Norman is so in character mm-hmm. that she's not, it, it's not that she's being stabbed hard. It's that it's, like, an old frail woman stabbing, so it's, like, a... It's a joke. <laughs> it's, it's like, you're almost like, ah, it's she's not even screaming that much. She's just like, ugh. So it's like small, tiny jokes. Yeah, yeah, not, not like heavy stabs. That would like, you know, um, yeah, actually, watch, watch I think the scene. Like a fatal stab has to be painful. I know, even anyway, painful, but she doesn't, she, 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 she's, not, she's not reacting how I would react. If I think it's deliberate, actually, by, by Hitchcock, because you see the way the guy dies in yeah. Dialogue yeah, yeah. for Murder, and it's, it's also very put on. Right, yes. yeah. It's it's like in in Dialing for Murder, it's like instantly <laughs> the man just loses all function of right. himself. Ooh. Yeah, like she was right in the spinal cord. It, like like nineteen like deaths deaths in movies, even up to like nineteen eighties, were very like a deflated doll. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. coming down. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So so unfortunately, uh, Marion did not make it with her her caper across country. Yeah, she did an infidelity, so she dies. Yeah, she no, dies. no, that's a naughty, naughty. Um. But then you, you <laughs> it cuts it. You know, pans away to the shot of the house and the motel, mm-hmm. and then you hear Norman is is horrified at all the blood. Like, Mom, what would you do? Yeah, and yeah. he goes to to clean up after mother. You know, right. and he's just can't family can't be helped. Yep. Um. 
but because she stole $40,000, right. some people want to find out where that yeah, money the, went. The, 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 the boss and the texan was like, yo, that girl have money for her. Yeah. <laughs> so. and, and the boss is like, look, man, she's worked for me for like 10 years. How, do, how could I have known right. that she was going to steal? All right, look, we'll get to the bottom of this. Uh, so they hire a private investigator. Mm-hmm. Of course, um, the Marion's uh, sister, who was mentioned in the, mm-hmm. I, I was, I thought this was going to be one of those things where you know, back in old timey movies, they would mention characters and then you'd never see them. Right. And I always didn't like that because in my mind, I'm like, oh, but you mentioned them; they exist in this world. Yes, I'd like to meet them. In, right? So her sister does get introduced as a character, um, and um, she goes to find Sam. Sam mm-hmm. is the the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way. Uh, the psychiatrist in Halloween, right? Dr. Loomis. Dr. Mm-hmm. Loomis. Same is man. that in reference to I this Loomis? So. Yes, I believe so. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So, the, the, the mother and daughter. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's Jamie Lee's mom, mm-hmm. and she was in this, and mm-hmm. this guy named Loomis. Mm-hmm. All right. Filmmaking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so she goes to interrogate Sam, and, and you know, because he was... Two, two, two famous stab scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two... Look, two of the most iconic kitchen knives mm-hmm. in, in cinema history mm-hmm. is Psycho and Halloween. Um, Go yeah. to interrogate the boyfriend because it's always the boyfriend in, in sure. these types of things. Um, and it seems pretty clear that he don't know anything about what's going on. Yeah. He hasn't seen the He's system. He's like, that gal they gone for what, four days? <laughs> <I'm gonna know. laughs> um, so the private investigator, he's going, uh, he, he's like, all right, well, clearly he doesn't know anything. and She's mm-hmm. not here, but I'm sure she's around here. Mm-hmm. Goes to every motel he can find. And I like this. this, little, this guy, I, I really like this guy. Yeah. He's such a good like little character. Like, yeah. I'm almost doubly upset <laughs> that, that he also, yeah. he also yeah. dies. Yeah, I, I, I wanted him to make it out alive. Because um, he's very, like, reserved, but he's clearly got, like, a trick up his sleeve. Mm-hmm. He doesn't trust really anybody. Um, mm-hmm. And I noticed that also with um, Dial in for, for Murder, murder guys, the, yeah. the inspector in that. Yeah, in really that, the detective character. Yeah, right? uh, but it's, it's, obviously it's just the characters that don't trust people. Right. That, well, <laughs> that thrive in, in Hitchcock yeah. movies. Yeah. It might be that Hitchcock has some sort of respect for, like, the detectives, mm-hmm. the law enforcement, Hard, yeah. hard-boiled detective characters. Right, right. Yeah. right yeah. You know, maybe he has a moral bone in his body, despite all the themes he has. Mm-hmm. His, yeah. Uh, well, well, I, I was actually, you know, like I said, like, I've always like looked up Hitchcock facts, and like the funny thing about him is, is that like, I think he is sort of, um, he he is a really good director. And he like really knows his block and really knows to like work with actors. Mm-hmm. But the magic of all his films really came from the fact that like he married his editor. And okay. his, his editor, um, what's her uh, name? Mar, Mar- uh, Alma, Alma, Al- Alma, Alma Win- Winifred, right. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so he he married her early on, and she like from his very like when suspiciously when his movies got good was when she started like editing them. Ah. So I, I think it's a real case of like you know the real marriage of um of um of Glad art art no, no. Me, of, of art of art <laughs> of talents of talent of if, talent. If, yes. So if you've you've ever seen the Anthony Hopkins. Movie yeah, with Helen, yes. yeah, Helen Mirren. Right, because they, they really ta- um, deal with that relationship because mm-hmm. Helen Mirren, you know, plays his wife. Mm-hmm. And, right. and um, at the she, end... She, she, she both wrote, wrote them with him and edited them. So. Right. And there's, a, there's a, a, a moment at the end where they show, like, a, a clip of Hitchcock ac- um, accepting an award. Mm-hmm. And he says, um, he, he shares it um, with, with his wife, Alma, you mm-hmm. know, basically giving her the, the credit that she deserves mm-hmm. for the... The work that she put in with making the films as good as they are. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a well documented um, like partnership and yeah. relationship. That's good. So yeah. yeah. So like 
but so I don't know man's personal life, but I do <laughs> know what, what 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 another famous thing about him is as as like dead serious as most of his movies were, uh he was like a real like prankster. And he, there was a on it was, set? yeah on set. It was like, it was actually very light moods on set uh-huh. with him. But by pranks I mean like jackass level. <laughs> <laughs> Like um, one famous story was like a a PA on a PA on set. They built like this little like shack, and he was joking that like, oh, I don't think anybody could like. Do you think somebody could like stay in the, into that thing for like the night, like locked up in in there for the night? And PA was just like, sure, like maybe a hundred dollars or whatever, I could do it. Mm-hmm. He's just like, yeah, sure. And so the P, he had the, he had somebody fetch the PA a drink before he let them in there, but he like laced the drink with a laxative. <laughs> so the pay would sit in his shack all night. He's jackass. And then also like there was a scene where like um two characters had to be handcuffed to each other. Mm-hmm. So he did handcuff them and then he conveniently lost the key. <laughs> so then they had to spend the entire day on set, uh-huh. <laughs> handcuffed each other, and then when he's done, he's just like, Oh look, I found the key, it's in my back pocket this whole time. And his buddy's just like, yeah, but great chemistry with you two guys, huh? <laughs> so he, he was that kind of guy. Okay. Gotcha. All right. I mean, fun times for some. Not, sure, not, sure. not that guy who for has him. to drink Fun times for him. Oh, yeah. Always. Always for him. Um, okay. So, so I forget where we were exactly. Oh, we are talking about the private investigator. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So he goes, this nice montage of just going from motel to motel. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually he ends up at the Bates Motel and starts interrogating Norman. And uh, you, you put it right, Bam. Like three or four questions. Jesus not even cracks. Like Jesus cracks. <laughs> He's just like, um, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw her. Like, this is Norman's, what, first murder, I guess? No, so, we don't know I, that. I don't know for sure because there's a point. Well, well, I guess he was pretty confident in getting rid of the body. But, like, oh, no, no, no. All right, but so, you must expect police to come at some point, right? So, so you can't a, just crack immediately as, as police come. There's a point where um, she, you know, she, she first checks into the motel. And um, his hand is hovering over the the third key, right? Mm. And then at the last second, I, get, I I assume that that just meant, oh, one is the murder room. This is where he's oh, going to okay. put them to murder okay. them. You know, I actually, because I know the end, I, f- I feel like with the psychology, I don't think he intentionally kills them. Right. So I think it's almost like a trigger. Yeah. And therefore, it's almost yeah, like his, one is where he puts the girls he likes. Right. Mm. Okay. Mm. But I mean, it's still, those are like similar yeah, yeah. wires getting crossed there of like yeah. his, his feelings of, of, of affection are also like his feelings of, of aggression and rage right. and, and, and his murder. His mom's feeling of aggression. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So I mean, one is just the room of passion. Right. It just depends on what passion, like depends on how they play their cards. Yes. Um, right, so so he's he's getting grilled and he's not doing so well. Um, and the inspector just really wants to talk to his mom. Like that's the one thing mm-hmm. he's just like, look, what you're saying doesn't really add up. Um, let me just talk to your mom. Maybe there's something you missed. You mm-hmm. know, old women they're quite wise. They see mm-hmm. things that y- us mm-hmm. young guys don't. Uh, and uh, Norman can't let this happen. Yeah. Uh, mom's a skeleton. <laughs> mom's a skeleton. <laughs> mom is texted. But, but but also yeah. mom. You know, he's protecting mom. He's thinking, oh, mom killed somebody. I got to protect yeah. him, protect mom from this, this private investigator. She won't do too well in jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she won't. Yeah. Um, unfortunately for him, he, the investigator makes a call to the sister right before Norman takes care of him. Um, takes care of him. 
and then you know that leads to suspicions from the sister and the mm. boyfriend, and they're just like, mm -hmm. well, "This doesn't make any sense. Why didn't he?" Um, so they go into the the uh, a sheriff's office, who Sam knows, because Sam mm -hmm. is around town. He knows who the sheriff is, and um, they <laughs> they talk about how the private investigator wanted to talk to Norman's mom and. Uh, Sheriff shares a look with the mm -hmm. other motel owner, and they're just like, "What are they talking about, Norman's mm -hmm. mother?" <laughs> like that that woman been dead. Yeah, she's she, she been dead for a little That's bit. The mayor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's like, the mayor like of the town. Long, yeah. dead, dead old thing. Oh, sheriff. Yeah, he's, he's the, the sheriff. sheriff. Yeah, right, yeah. Sorry. And and they're just like, "Yeah, no, nah, she she been dead. We were there. We went to the funeral and everything." <laughs> yeah. like, she, she's buried out back. <laughs> yeah. They're very confused. Yeah, yeah, very very confused. But he's also just like, "Why y'all woke me up for this?" Like right. clearly she. Run off with the money, and then the investigator yeah, like, found out there was some money and run like off. Open with cut the money. case. <laughs> and, and, and Norman is a good boy. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. a good little boy, and that's another Never thing. Did any like murders that everybody Norman. just inherently trusts Norman, yeah. and he's a very trustworthy figure because as again, he, he comes off as a very nice. Yeah, dude. and as he put it, he he was like he grew up in the motel, um, and he never nobody had a bad word to say about mm -hmm. him. He was a good little boy. Um. Which is like, in th that's the terror inherent in, mm -hmm. in his character mm -hmm. because it just seems like... Uh, a, a, yeah, like a source of safety. Um, and then there's a point where like the sheriff goes into how the boyfriend, the mother's boyfriend... Yeah. Um, like the situation yeah, where yeah, there's yeah. an additional guy in Norman's mm -hmm. life mm -hmm. and then the mother dies and then the boyfriend dies. Mm -hmm. Or is it one after the other? Yeah. And basically they feel sorry for him. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's doubly... Coddling, yeah. 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 Like it, it affirms their feelings that, hey, he's a guy to be pitied. Right. 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 So because he, he, as the sheriff describes it, as a, oh yeah, it was a murder-suicide. Uh, yeah. And then we're like, no, no, it was a murder-murder. <laughs> yeah. Because we know. <laughs> yeah. Good old yeah. Um, and... I can't remember when is the point where I think it was right after he kills the inspector, but Norman is having another argument with his mother, and then you see him leave the bedroom and he's carrying her over his shoulder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I am wondering at this point if there was anybody in the audience who was just like, that's a skeleton. Like oh, in the 1960s. No, you can't see it. No, I know you can't. I'm oh, just okay. wondering if there's people who are like, you know, those eagle eyed fans oh, who are just oh, like, oh. Had an there, there was no it. like pausing the screen and scrubbing That's through the, the yeah. DVD That's menu. Yeah. <laughs> there was, there was no YouTube video afterwards. Yeah. I was just like uh, Hitchcock. Explained. Psycho explain. Psycho explain. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he's like he's gonna put her in the cellar, and I liked how not a wine cellar, a fruit cellar. Guys. Right. Yeah. Old yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Old school. Um, and so they go, he goes down there, and then the the boyfriend and the sister show up and they're interrogating him and they have this very clever scheme of like, all right, we'll be husband and wife. Mm -hmm. uh, and I really like how that played out because, um, you know, I like when they have a little bit of intelligence. Like at this point, too many people have gone to this place right, and, and not come back. Not come back. Let's be a little careful. He's like, hey, we'd this. like a room. He's like, yeah, sure thing. Money, please. He's just yeah. like, don't you got to write us up? Oh, damn. <laughs> He's like, oh, I already Basic messed up. Basic procedure. Oh, my yeah. God. He got I already me. messed up. Like I said, I, I, like he's cracked so easily under pressure. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. so hilarious. They are he's not, not very clever. No, that's he's, what not, it means. he's not. He's not the smart boy. Yeah, he he acts on emotion, not intelligence. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's true of a lot of these characters. No, there's not that many. I think that's why I liked when they were applying a little bit of a facade when they walked up because also like, larger serial killers are very unintelligent yeah. people. So it's, really? It's yeah, they're not. They're not. So it's not people. like Mark Halliday. Oh no, mm -hmm. no, not Mark. Yes, it's, it's Tony. 
No, Tony, like Tony. Tony. Right, because Tony's very intelligent. Yeah, well, so this is the yeah. So, so, I mean, yeah. all right, so they're methodical. So, your serial yeah. killers are very methodical. They will yeah. wait for the appropriate time, time where they can yeah. find people that nobody else will care about. Right. But, like, in terms of, like, they, they would not have done very well at school. Yeah. Um, you know, they but but by and large, that is what like a predator does. Like the ones who get caught. A dumb animal knows, like, oh, I pick on the weak one to eat. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so they, they, I mean, all right. If you're if you're going to the school of predation, then yeah, top marks, A stars. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're top of the class. Um, but you know, they're not like good at the math and the science. Yeah. Like like Hannibal Lecter is a fantastic. Incredible fantasy <laughs> of of a, of, of yeah. a character. I, I I'm hoping that there's no serial killer that listens to this and they're just like, hmm, I'll show you, and then they show up at the house like, let's not do that. Um, That'd be a great promotion for a podcast, though. Like, I mean, if we can get them on mic, podcast hosts predict their own <laughs> guys. <laughs> so so I get what You're the the, the posthumous. Um, yeah. I mean, I hope I survive the attack. Sure. Let's yeah. Who's gonna way. edit it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's your concern. Yeah. If I die, yeah. there won't be anybody to edit yeah. it. Got it. Okay. Um, yeah, but I just like that they went in with a plan. Everybody else in this movie kind of just went guns Flinged blazing. It, yeah. You know, just with ultimate trust of, of Norman Bates, and, and then they ended up dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just like, let's be a little bit smart about this. So they plot this scheme, and they're just like, all right, well, I'll distract him, and you go to the mom, mm-hmm. and then um, when he's being grilled, that's when he's just like, Where's the woman you came with? Which right. I don't know why he didn't have them in front of them at all, all the times. Time. <laughs> like, I mean, I know we've just established that he's not very smart, but yeah. um, also you should be on like pins and needles. You just murdered two yeah. people. <laughs> I mean, so so then it's like there's the big reveal about the the you know corpse in the mm-hmm. and I love the way it's done where you know the camera's pulling mm-hmm. up and it's like you just see the back of the woman's head turn around. It's the ugliest corpse that you've ever seen, yeah. uh, and then. Before she can even react, couldn't to even that. brush her awake like a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Before she can even react to that, then there's Norman in the full mm-hmm. um, mom get mom up with get the up, knife yeah. and everything. Yeah, um, one ugly woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not, no, he's not, a, he's not a, 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 a very attractive woman. Yeah, he would not win that season of Drag Race. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and I like the so so the ending is very. Um, it's an epilogue. Essentially, yeah. it's like mm-hmm. psychiatrist comes in and is like, "Okay, here's what happened." Yeah. Um, very kind okay, of audience, exposition. sit down. It's the exposition. Yeah, it's yeah. very, very yeah. like clear exposition. They're just like, "Okay, so no mystery about this." Right, if it was happened. made today, it would have been like that. Would have it would have been the scene with him in the cellar, and they would have beat him, and then that would have been cut the credits, mm-hmm. uh, and then you'd have people debating it forever, like, "Okay, what did this mean?" Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, they just flat out say it. They're He's like, got. They're like 1960s audience. Here's what happened. Yeah. And so he's got two minds. One mind is his mom. Mm-hmm. One mind is 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 Norman, and the the dominant force won out, and now he's just fully mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and even like pull up the car in the end, just be like, see, no loose ends. Everybody's good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. They pull up the car out to the river yeah. as well. Yeah. The, or or the lake. lake. I wonder um, how many cars were there. I I don't know. You know, it's funny when I was watching it the first time, and like the car is sinking and it stops. In my mind, I'm like, "Oh no, is he putting a car on top of another car?" That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean that that was a bit of tension because I was just like, "Okay, what are you gonna do with this one?" It's Norman? so funny because like 20 minutes of the movie becomes like his movie. 
where you're like yes. no concern about like so I guess normal, I need to see this guy get rid of his body. No, but that's the thing. <laughs> I guess right? I'm worried about him getting rid of his body now. <laughs> so I, I coming into it thought that the the killing, which is so iconic, was either very early on, and then no. the rest of it was about solving it, no, middle, or or middle. very very near the end, and mm-hmm. it was like the big climax, and mm-hmm. it's like, and that would be how it ends, right? No, I could never have predicted that it would have been in the middle, and then it like completely shifts, shifts perspective yeah, yeah. because. Mm-hmm. For the first half of the movie, as you said, it's, it's Marion's movie. She's going on this caper and he's just like, when is she going to get caught? Right. And then it's like, nope, now it's Norman's movie. Same, yeah. Let's see if he will ever get caught. And of course he does. But, like, that's why, that's why it was such like a big twist. Like, yeah. like look, it's a psycho is based on a book. Right. And like, he read the book. He's just like, this would make a great movie. He went out and he bought out every single copy he could <laughs> just so that nobody would know what he was going what? to do. Yeah. yeah. And he, he, he got the book, bought the rights to the book, Somebody immediately, per- immediately, the, immediately um, purchased. Oh, no, immediately purchased as many copies as he could. So just so, the, so that nobody would like, this, this is some real like superhero levels. Like yeah, I'm yeah. hiding all the secrets of yeah, what's yeah, happening. Yeah. So and then, I, again, you have to understand that in like, 96, the reason people lost their minds was that like Janet Leigh, huge superstar, dies 20, 30 minutes in the movie. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. what? And, and, and then they have to know Figure out, they have to know, hang out with this guy. Yeah. It, it must have blown their minds. Is that is that line from um, uh, um, The Harder They Come uh, where they're watching the movie and, and they're like, Star can't dead till the last reel. Like, right. you just don't expect that yeah. she's going to be gone. The same thing happened with um, Scream. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew Drew Barrymore was going to die. Right, right. And then she mm-hmm. dies in the first five minutes and you're like, what? The, yeah. the, the movie almost did like fake scenes to like seem like it was going to be Drew Barrymore's movie. Yeah. And like she dies in the first five minutes and everybody's like, what is going on? Yeah. And then, you, you know, you, you have no idea what's going to happen. I feel like that strategy could still well happen today. Yeah. Like, but I mean, the only thing is you don't have that many people who are stars like that. Yeah. Like who, who you would think, oh no, there's no way they're going to die so early. Um, you know, and, and it what would, if we walk into Equalizer 3 and then the watch them dies 10 minutes into it? People would be so, <laughs> so upset. upset. And then yeah. what would happen is they would try and introduce this new, like, young upstart. No, we're like, like, no, it's um, it's Dakota Fanon's movie now. Oh. <laughs> you know, I think... So they kill, well, they kill Denzel uh, and give it to a little the, white girl. The, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. going to make people happy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the, the way you watch the movie, right? It depends on how you watch the movie. If you yeah. get emotionally invested in the movie or emotionally invested in the star it, themselves, right. then you'd feel a certain way when your favorite gets killed yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. But, like, if you watch the movie just as a story and you're trying to watch it, like how the director, like like you are the director. Like, yeah. What are you trying to tell me? Yeah. You know, like that. Then you kind of, you can appreciate the movie despite the star changes. But, yeah. but by and large, these old-time movies, like whoever you see at the beginning of the movie is who you're with <laughs> the rest of the movie. Maybe yeah. other characters will come in and out, but like by and large, you, plot, you assume the main... The plot twists are what Hitchcock is exactly. Yeah. yeah, but there's like, there's like a double plot twist because the... the I mean, I expected her to either be murdered by the end or to get away, mm-hmm. um, uh, get away with her crime that she was mm-hmm. doing. Um, uh, but then, like that, that twist of her being taken onto the game, and then the twist of Norman, Norman being like a star. being being well, no, just Norman being his own mother. Like that was mm-hmm. a, another oh. twist in it. So you know that that knife got in there and twisted and turned. Mm-hmm. Um, Stabbing like that. Yeah, um, but yeah. So even like. Watching like how the film was framed, you're meant to follow Marion and, and be invested in how she's gonna get mm-hmm. get away with this. Uh, but at the same time, there's this feeling of dread. And what I like about it is that it it delivers on that feeling. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, mm-hmm. you'd think, okay, there's gonna be some kind of 
slight interaction that she'll get away from, and then later on in the movie there'll be a big climax. But no, she doesn't get away, nope. and and that <laughs> that gets, is gets murked. <laughs> yeah, that that there's 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 a bravery there that you're not gonna see even in films made today, where they're not gonna yeah. be that that intentional about how you know they they're they're it's it's what's best for the story. I might not have been what's best for the movie business wise mm-hmm. right. to get rid of the star. So like yeah. so like Hitchcock famously like. He remember he's been working so long in the business that he got like grandfathered into the Hayes Code, right. mm-hmm. which is that for people that don't know, um, in like the late forties or nineteen fifties, essentially, <laughs> um, like the Christian League of America got to so much prominence and power that they were just like, we are going to censor art, like all film art. So they basically like did this, um sort of campaign to call like Hollywood films like mm-hmm. like satanic and devilish and all these rude Anything things. quote unquote immoral. You're immoral, ruining the children. Mm-hmm. So basically like, they forgot yeah, the violence though. The, yeah, yeah. So to basically um fix this, um uh these the these people came in and basically essentially forced Hollywood to like adapt these laws, these laws mm-hmm. of morality. Mm-hmm. So certain things like characters cannot kiss for more than a certain amount of time. Um, any... Uh, any is a kiss time in the Bible? I'm honest. Is This is a serious question. Sorry? When does kissing become a sin? Like, is that in the Bible? Oh, yeah. in the Bible? Expression, expression <laughs> passion. It's, it's an expression of passion. It's, titula- it's titillation. Oh, my yeah. God. Titillation for the audience. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, like, uh, you cannot show... Skin, basically. Skin, basically. Uh, if, 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 if characters are going to have sex, it can only be alluded to and they have to be married. Mm-hmm. And no divorce. No divorce. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or if you are divorced, your character is like punished. Right. If, if, if you commit any sort of immorality whatsoever, your character has simply has to be punished right. by the film. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like to take the, like someone from the 1960s who lives in that time and then just show them all of these movies that are made today where the hook of it is, oh, here's a character that does immoral things yes. and gets away That's with it. it yeah. I just would love to see their little minds explode so, watching it. Yeah, so oh so this this kind of affected like late, late 1940s to like mm, early 1960s films. Mm-hmm. And then at, at a certain point, they, everybody kind of got up and just realized like we don't need to follow this anymore. And it kind of just moved on and nobody... Mm-hmm police them yeah but it's very fascinating to see movies made before the Hayes code oh yes because they are like even even though like they're, they're not showing it extreme. as well but like yeah. they're very extreme like yeah. characters are very sexually active mm-hmm. it's very violent tons of immorality mm-hmm. happens and so, but th- this this kind of decade of films kind of tricks people into thinking that like oh they only acted certain ways in movies no. but like right, if you right. look on it before that, trust mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. Hollywood was going in a very interesting direction, and it got really sterilized mm-hmm. terribly. Yeah. So artists had to like really find workarounds in that um, Hitchcock, especially because he he he's his. It's weird because they both stifled him, and so he kind of had to work around it. And his films he almost became more yeah. very well. more creative. He had to be more creative to get around things. He even filmed. I, I think he alluded to a rape in one of the films. Mm-hmm. Actually, and, like, oh yeah, he did it very okay. expertly. I think yeah. it was. Um, Marnie. Marnie. With, uh, funnily enough, the um, the grandmother of the girl from Fifty Shades. Okay. Right? She was in it. Oh, That's yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. And, and Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. And okay, he, okay. There was a, like, there was a scene where he alluded to rape. Mm-hmm. So, and it was just, I the first time I saw it, it's like, I didn't think about it at all. But then, like, the second time I watched it, I was like, wait, 
Oh, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. Like, well, he did it very. Well, the, the famous um, sexual scene in a Hitchcock film is in North by Northwest. Ah, uh, the one, the yeah. one where they're in the train. train cabin. Yeah. So, so the movie ends, and like Hitchcock is after this whirlwind adventure between these two characters. Hitchcock is essentially like these two people should have sex, right? <laughs> and they, and the editors was like, no, no, we'll break the hiss code. You can't show him. So you see them in the cabin. And they're like about to lay down on the bed, and you couldn't even show two characters no, laying on the bed, right? right? So he he's he's like, I need a way around this. So the characters are like, you know, having their 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 nicest last chat before the movie wraps up, and then they basically he like like takes off his hat, and she like sits down on the bed, and he's about to go up to her, but then it cuts to outside, and you see a model train slowly entering a tunnel, and that is his showing. He did- he did the that with Cary Grant, too. Oh, yes. Um, oh. yes, that is him showing. She's All right. not being penetrated. I, Cut to credits. I see you, yeah. my man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Grace Kelly and Cary Grant, Cary Grant in a film, Hitchcock, um, named To Catch a Thief. Right. Oh, There's maybe that's what I'm thinking The fireworks. Yes, 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 yes. They kiss. Mwah, fireworks. Yeah. And then, yeah. well, it's, in, it's implied. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. All right. So um, let's get into the other Hitchcock film. Um, which I I had heard about and knew nothing about before watching it. Um, Dial M for Murder. Yeah. And I, I I just always uh, and I've heard the title before because it's a great title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I see it on like HBO Max, and I'm just like, one day I'll get to that. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. are you the t- are you like me where if you just keep scrolling and you see classic movies, you're just like, yeah, add it to the list. Yeah. One day we'll get uh, to my it. My entire list is just movies from like 1930s, yeah. 1940s. And like w- Your one list is exponential. That's what you say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's just never ending. <laughs> Unless they like take stuff off of the platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like once a month, what you need to do is you check to see what's leaving it. Last chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. to see. Right. So the, like the thing is with like Netflix, which does not seem to have movies that were made before 1985. Yes, big, <laughs> like, big mistake. Big yeah. huge mistake. Um, uh, HBO Max is just like we have all these classic movies, but they didn't just used piled to be. up. Yeah, because I have a distinct memory of like watching um, um, The Great Escape mm-hmm. um, from the fr- is is that the movie? Sixties. Uh, no, I'm thinking Escape from Alcatraz. Oh, that's 70s, movie, 70s, yeah. 70s, yeah. But like I, I have a distinct memory of watching that on Netflix mm-hmm. in the early days of like this is like twenty thirteen or so. Yeah. So before all of these different streaming platforms came yeah, in yeah. and would like divvy up you know, what was what available. Rights to, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Netflix was a place to see it. Unfortunately it's not the case anymore. But it's glad glad that we have HBO Max to watch. Yeah. Netflix decided just like we're gonna spend our money making like bad T V movies <laughs> yeah. that belong to us. And keep all profits as opposed to just like, you know, doing the well, right thing. I mean, they're using stuff. AI to decide what plot points are it's best not for great, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not a contribution to the arts. Uh, yeah. It's no, just yeah. monetary. <laughs> no, no way. Yeah. Um, but so, so this is very much uh, a movie that has a, a, a hand guiding it. Um, yeah. So the way that I would describe it is this is, this is, a, this is like the the meta horror movie or mm-hmm. the meta thriller before that became like a trend in the yeah, 90s yeah, yeah. because mm-hmm. it is very self-aware of of the, of the trappings of the murder mystery the mm-hmm. hood on it mm-hmm. um there's even a character in the movie that is like a, a referencing mis- itself well he, he's a he's a mystery the, the writer author? yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. um i forget that character's name um oh, but yeah, he, it's, he, it's, he's it's four people in this movie okay. yeah it is, it, what, that's the thing the husband i should was tony 
I, I was one Tony. I remember yeah. Tony because the other guy was he was a scoundrel. M- was it Max? No, it was the, That's the boyfriend? Yeah, the boyfriend. Some it starts th- with an M. It, it is, it is some four-letter white Mark, band name. Mark. Mark. There it yes. is. Good job. Um, yeah, so you've got... Tony the killer. Tony the, the scoundrel. Right. Um, Margo. Uh, Margo the is the Mark wife. The wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And Chief Inspector Hubbard. And who is the who is the um, the one that Tony <coughs> is blackmailing? What's his name? Oh, um, oh, um, Charles Swan. Charles Swan, right? Charles Swan. Swan. Yeah. So, so, you know, watching the movie, the first thing that you see is you see Mark and Mar- uh, uh, Margot, mm-hmm. and um, they're they're talking about how they're soon gonna be found out. Yeah. They're yeah. a little bit nervous about it, mm-hmm. uh, and they're having an, a torrid affair. Yeah, they're well they're having an it's affair. It's similar though, like you know, you it starts with an affair, just similar. Just like Psycho. Similar to Psycho, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Funnily, true. Funnily, I think this movie in color, Dial M, predates Psycho. It does, yeah. 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 yeah, it, it is about of maybe a few four or five years before. I don't remember yeah. the dates. Exactly. It, it, it was in that that great period of time where they're like, I don't know, should this in color? <laughs> they're yeah. they're still like unclear about it. Yeah. Like, will yeah. this thing work? Do people like color in movies? Yeah, because Psycho is nineteen sixty. Dial in for murder is nineteen fifty four. There we mm-hmm. go. Um, and it yeah, so it starts with with the affair and and you are um, I think I felt more. Which is odd because this feels more modern to me. Than than psycho, psycho. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that because it's in color and psychos in no? Black I think it's it's just how, <laughs> like you said, how like um, self aware and satirical and yeah. deep in, in deep and unaware of the genre they are right, in right, that right. they're in. Like yeah. psycho, as great a film as it is, it's, it's a pretty straightforward <laughs> like yeah, film. This but is that, that from Mer- yeah, yeah. Dallin from Murder is like breaking down, <laughs> making psychological. So yeah, but you're you're right. It it does feel kind of ahead of its time mm-hmm. in in the way that it's talking about the mystery. Yeah. And I think let's just start with the the mystery itself and how it gets told to the audience. Mm-hmm. So you've got Tony who is aware of this affair that's going on. Yeah, he's been really doing some research yeah. <laughs> on his wife's affair. And oh. and he is alone in the house, and all of a sudden this man comes to the door. And uh, no, he he calls him to come. Over. Well, no, he he called, but he he just shows up. Oh yeah, they're yeah, having they're so they're supposed to meet about buying a car, um, yeah. and it, it, Tony. No, and no. Uh, so so let, let's set it up for the audience. The okay. the ninety five percent of the audience who have not seen this film. Uh-huh. <laughs> let's set it I up for them. An underrated, <laughs> an underrated classic. Yeah. Uh, available on HBO Max now, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So he so uh, so the, the wife. Affair. Yeah, starts off the affair. Uh, Margot is having a good old affair with um, what's his name, Mark. Uh, Mark. And so y- you think it starts off, you're like, oh, these two lovers are having a nice, nice little thing, mm-hmm. and it cuts another scene where you're like, hmm, different man, what's going on here? And you see that oh, she's having an affair with these these, you know, the with these two gentlemen, guy, yeah. and so they the the husband, she's friends, she's friends with. She she passes him off as just her friend, right. quote unquote. Yeah. And the husband is just like, oh well, let's go to a stag party. Right, da, 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 right, da. right. Let's have all let's have all the, these niceties. She's just like, oh man, this this poor guy doesn't know a thing. Yeah. Then but cut to. You also find out that you know the affair. There's a letter. Yes, some letters, some letter business is going yeah, on. Yeah, so the, the exchanges, she's burned mm-hmm. them. Most yeah, of she's them. been she hiding her evidence. She's a good cheater. <laughs> she's been she's been hiding hiding her evidence of her of her, of her affair. And then you learn, and then when they. Uh, she, she, they're, they're they're meant to go to the theater, right? And then the husband comes in. And he's just like, "Listen, um, I actually can't make it. Here are the tickets. You guys, you guys go out and have a, have a nice time." Yeah. So you're like, "Oh man, this man is straight up aloof. Yeah. Poor guy." 
then they, they leave under the letters though, I, d- I wanted to mention it is funny that that is what you had to do you had to burn the letters oh, yeah. whereas these days you just delete the, the, chat. the text yeah. no no you can't even do that anymore oh, I think it's in yeah you know it's, so, it's stored somewhere it's stored yeah. somewhere it's, right? yeah it's even harder to cheat now exactly yes, we need to go back to letters guys also. right because <laughs> that way you could just shred them burn them That's yeah right. yeah the old ways, mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. yeah. So you're, yeah. So he sends them off, and um, then that's when the guy comes in. Yeah, yeah. He sends them off, and then he he starts. He he he, adjo- he adjusts the room in such a way, right? Where he then lays down some white gloves, and you're like, "Hmm, what's up with the white gloves?" Mm-hmm. And he makes a telephone call, and he's apparently buying a car. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the guy, the guy who comes to sell, comes over to like discuss selling the car with him. Uh, this is Charles Swan, and mm-hmm. then my boy Tony goes into. Just an amazing breath of dialogue. Right. <laughs> just, just. It's the perfect, like, it's almost like the soliloquy, but it's not a soliloquy. Yes, right, right, it, it, right. it seems perfectly natural. Yeah. And this movie. Because Charles Swan is like, he's just like an audience proxy at that point. Exactly. He, yeah, he's, he's the patsy. Yeah, like yeah. He's the, the, the setup. You because have, he, you have he, to he, Tony is going in, because when they first meet at the door, Charles is like, don't I know you? And right. Tony plays Captain. it off. He, he yeah, plays it off very, mm-hmm. very, you know, casually. But then uh, slowly as they're talking, like, I, I like the moment where Tony just drops the bomb of exactly how they know each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. He, he lets him sit down and drink right. a whiskey or, it's, or it's, a brandy. It's so relaxed. It's, it's yeah. so Predator and Prey kind yeah. of thing. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. He, 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 that was when I was like, this, this man is unnerving because he yeah. is calm cool and collected throughout the whole movie right yeah he is sociopathic and then yeah so he and gleeful too about because he's talking about how he's been watching this man for months Mm -hmm. he's got some dirt on him right um and he got he he explains the fact that he knows about the affair first yes and that intrigues him like oh Mm -hmm. oh, okay why he's telling me about his affair yeah and then he basically in the most polite way ever says Hey, listen. Um, I'm going to blackmail you yeah. into killing my wife for me. Influence. That's the word he Influence. used. Influence. Yeah. Yes. He's just like, well, of course, you, so you can murder her, there, boy. Right. <laughs> and he's, and he's well, like, well, obviously, you're the only person who could murder her. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> why would I kill her? Oh, funny you should ask. Well, well, just so another happens. ten minutes. <laughs> ten minute dialogue. <laughs> and he just goes on like that, and then it's like this man is trapped. Like you almost feel sympathy for Charles in the moment. Yeah. Even though he's like a dirtbag. Yeah. And also, yeah, he's yeah. agreeing to commit murder yeah. <laughs> to a woman. He, that he's, he doesn't he's not know. against it. He just needs a little yeah. talking into He's it. He's just yeah. like, all right, well, just what's in it for me? Like, yeah. what is what the incentive? Exactly? Money, murder yeah. Your wife. Yeah. And blackmail. Uh, money and blackmail. So, like, hey, blackmail, but also you get some cash out of it. Yeah, win win for everybody. And, and you could see from the way he explained how he's collected the money that he's been thinking about this. He's had it over right. a year. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Plan he's planned this. this. Perfect. He's <laughs> yeah, uh, but like you have it. It is as you said. He takes out a little bit of money every single week. Mm-hmm. You know, not until our house suspicious. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And then and and the. Th- thing that i like is every time that um there's a there's a problem mm-hmm. charles swan asks uh, say, I, I, don't, I don't think this is hitchcock's or his ideas certainly because it starts out based on the play by oh, so I this, see, right. this 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 was, this That's seems to be why it seems like a play yeah. too on a yeah. stage yeah Oh yeah, it's very like yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's three rooms. And, oh yes, <laughs> just so the audience know, it's originally released in three D, so you really yes. yeah. do get the effect of it if you're able to watch it in three D. Yeah, if you if you yeah. got those old timey red and blue glasses. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, y- y- you know, you know, it's funny. There, I I was looking this up. There's a specific scene. It, it is in three D. Like, yeah, very strange. Nineteen fifty four three D movie to to think about it. Yeah. Um. There's a there's a scene where he's at the stag party. And he goes to um call call his wife while the quote unquote murder mm-hmm. is going on um just to like you know ch- check to make sure everything's going fine with the murder 
<laughs> well, no, because he he has to get her to the phone. Phone, yeah, yeah that's where the murder has to happen. Yeah, he so has to distract her. He's yeah. planned it out oh, yeah. to to where like she's gonna be at the time, and right. he's like, he's stand like over I know here. she's powdering her nose at nine yeah. nine thirty. I'll so. call the phone. Right. She'll come pick up the phone, and right. she always turns her back, back to, the to the window, window and, and that's when you can do the strangle. Exactly. Yeah. So see, so he does that, and there is a brief, not even. Not even 20 frames where when he goes to dial, you see a very large zoom in on the phone. Yeah. And you see a finger press it. Yeah. Here's what's crazy. He filmed that with a regular close up. Uh Uh-huh. And it wasn't looking quite how he liked it to be in 3D. Uh Uh-huh. So what they did was he had the prop department create a giant telephone (laughs) and a giant (laughs) thumb. Oh. So for like... 0.5 0.5 seconds of screen time. Wow. You see the thumb press <laughs> press the dial on the that's on the button. That's a lot of effort yeah. for a, yeah. But it's yeah. an impactful scene cuz that, that's, that's what that is the dialing M for murder. Yes. But what's what's what also good like right before that. So he's he's at the party with with Mark and mm-hmm. and they so right before that when they're getting ready to leave the the apartment um, she's talking like she'd like to go out to another town. Yeah, he thinks he thinks she's Murphy's just gonna. Yeah. Law. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, yeah my <laughs> it's funny. He he plans out. He he wants to murder his wife, but she's on him, right? Bro, I get it. So he <laughs> he's, he's, he sits down for a year. Really? And, uh, yeah, like I'm sure. So he sits down for a year, plans out the perfect murder, and he just goes through all these ins and outs of just like this domino will fall in place, this domino will fall in place, this domino will fall in place, and then he at no point in time goes. I wonder if my wife is going to like want to do something yeah. <laughs> that yeah, night, yeah. you know? And that night she does. And yeah. night she, and she, yeah. she happens to want to go out and then he has to come. he's just like, why I go road for? He has to guilt her into <laughs> staying That's home. the thing. Yeah. He does this whole thing like, well, you could do these these newspaper clippings that we've been trying to do right. for a while. And, and, he's, and he then says, well, if you're not going to do it, well, I won't go out. I'm mm-hmm. going to do it myself. And then she says, okay, I'll do it. And then he's like... Well, you know, you don't have to if you don't want yeah. to. It's like, you fucking <laughs> Just incredible gaslighting. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, you know, so she's stuck at home. They're out and he's checking his watch. And then when he's going to, to uh, you know, call her to, to ring ring her up so she'll go to the phone. Right. There's, a, there's like a, a half second where there's a guy in the phone booth on mm-hmm. the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like... It's it's a thing where you could have just had him walk to the phone and make the call, but just to have that moment where he's anxiously waiting for the other guy to finish the call because at his this point his watch also stopped working. Yes, stopped working. and at this point the guy who is in the house he's about to leave because mm-hmm. he's just like okay, no phone call, deals guess, off. Yeah. They, they was within this time. No frame. murder for me today. No yeah, murder tonight. Just take I the guess, money, the, yeah. the down payment. Mm-hmm. And go. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll do this another time. I don't know. <laughs> call me, bro. Um, and, and then he's he's. That that little moment is like really full of tension, and he's just. Yep. He, but he's so such a polite Englishman. Yeah. But he's not like get out of the phone booth. He's just <laughs> like, like I have a murder oh, to. Okay, come on, man. I got, <laughs> yeah. got killing to do. Yeah. Um. And then he makes the call. Um. Wife picks up the phone. He says nothing, and he's listening to his wife get strangled. Mm-hmm. Um. Lo and behold. Yeah. She left out the scissors. Yes. When she was supposed to do those newspaper clippings. I don't know if you ever saw, but in the in the evening before he was about to go. Yeah. He's the one that handed her the scissors. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and then he's the one 
you know, basically yeah. providing the weapon, technically. Yeah. Because yeah. his thing to get her to stay it's is clippings, yeah. do the clippings, right. gonna need the scissors, and she's she didn't want to do it in the first place, so of course she didn't right. clean up. Yeah. And then she left the scissors there, and thankfully she was able to stab Use her stab attacker him. right in the back. That's one of the more um, impactful scenes as well when it comes to like the 3D, mm. her grabbing the scissors. Mm. Oh, because the hand yeah, is coming hand out. Is and it's thing. almost like it's reaching yeah. outwards, yeah. and you're grabbing the scissors. Yeah. I yeah. feel so bad for this guy because you spend so much Swan. time planning this murder. No. <laughs> Oh, you're talking he, totally. you know, because he's essentially a main character. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like he yeah, spends he so much, like he goes it's through like so much planning, thinking through the amount of paper and notes you must have must gone so through. Frustrated. frustrated, and then your damn wife defends herself yeah. <laughs> during this murder. It's like, like the one thing he just could not see coming. But then he uh, regroups. Yep, and comes so with another plan. Listen, comes when things plan. go wrong, you pivot, be agile, yeah, go right. jump from one. You gotta improv, to the next. baby. Yeah. And that's what he did. <laughs> yeah, so he, he 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 she gets on the phone and he's just like, "Oh, you're alive." You're alive. I mean, oh. "Oh, you're fine. Great." Oh, oh. great. Uh, what happened, Margo? Yeah, and then like, he, he gets oh, to yeah, the yeah, house. Yeah, right, babes. He's, he, <laughs> he does he does like, as much as he can like, to don't clean call the up. police. Don't call Do, no yeah, Don't yeah. call people. <laughs> yeah, and he, and uh, but like he and as a, a dutiful 1950s wife with no agency, she's oh, like, yes, "Sure." <laughs> And it's it's the kind of thing where his excuse it's it's not as ironclad as it was. His excuses get more flimsy. Um, yeah, but he's juggling. Yeah, because he's juggling. But he's he's also his demeanor never changes. Oh yeah. And, so and again. But so there's a fun there's a good moment where um, when Mark is talking about these kinds of um, stories that he writes, he's like, there's always a moment mm-hmm. where the the perpetrator, the the guy who concocted the scheme, mm-hmm. he loses his cool yes. and he and he blows up. Yep. And I kept waiting for that moment yep. in the movie. Nope. But it, it never came. It never nope. came. Cold blooded. This, this guy was consistent. <laughs> yeah. Cold-blooded he 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 really did terrify me a little bit because so uh, then you you mentioned um, the inspector mm-hmm. who comes in at a certain point in the movie yeah. after after the you know the attempted murder has happened right he's coming in there pa- Payakon of the film right uh, yeah definite yeah. Payakon of the film yeah. he mm-hmm. we, we we explained this last time oh did yeah right you, m- you remember Whoa. what Payakon is no I don't ter- okay so we watched hmm. Avatar the way of Warhol oh okay and there is a character in that film called Payakon this is a blasphemy, but I've never watched that movie. So that's, that's fair. Fine. That's okay. fair. Yeah, it's, um, it's it, it, it grosses billions of dollars all across the world. Someone no one has did. ever seen it. Someone uh, no one has ever seen it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so th- it there's a character in that film that we adore called mm-hmm. Payakon. He's the best character in the film to us. Uh-huh. He just so happens to be a whale. Okay. Yeah. And so now every time we come to a movie, we discuss who's the best supporting character. Uh, we call them the Payakon. So this is the Inspector Hubbard. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I yeah. agree. Yeah. But you know, he tries... Not the inspector, but like Tony at that point when he's pivoting, yeah. he tries so hard and you could see all the gears working oh and yeah. you could see what he does. He takes um, the key mm-hmm. that he... He's like, I got to come up with a new plan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to come up with a new plan. And his he plan is really to reframe it so it looks like Margot is guilty, guilty. of mm-hmm. killing this right. man who mm-hmm. is blackmailing her yeah. about this letter mm-hmm. that was stolen. So he's like, if, if he couldn't kill her, then I'll just have the state killer. He, right. he wants her to get executed yeah. for this crime. Right. Um, and he, he's like... The, she's she's in the, she he he puts her away in in her bedroom to just you know r- relax her nerves right. and meanwhile he's just reorganizing the crime scene yep. he's putting like her um her stocking in in, in the, the book yeah 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 outside and, like, yeah, the book, and the, the, yeah. the outside the actual murder weapon he burns it well You're attempted right. murder weapon mm-hmm. he burns yeah, yeah, yeah. it which is the scarf and and then there's the moment when the police are there and doing investigation and he is 
spinning the yarn. Very, very mm-hmm. subtly, like just leading them to the the mm-hmm. clues that he mm-hmm. has laid out. You're like, oh, what's over? What's <laughs> a, yeah. Whatever could this be, guys? Inspector mm-hmm. <laughs> <Master laughs> of manipulation. <laughs> yeah. And of course, eventually they do suspect Margot. And then this is the part that was fucking awful. He he lets her basically rot in prison. Yep. For yep. M- and I like that sequence where it's like they they do very quickly Zoom in the montage. Yeah, no, no, yeah. It's, it's the montage of the of colors change. right yeah, with yeah, the different yeah. people that are mm-hmm. the, the judge that's the there and and it's yeah. just this is how you show the time lapse of how she went from the really great montage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a cheap montage. Too, very cheap. Very cheap yes. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, just have one frame. Just one shot. Some smoke. Good. Yep. We got it. Yeah. Um. And just have the light go around the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then so she's in prison. And then months have gone by. Now Mark, Mark being the dutiful boyfriend, he's just let's get her out. Tony, right. hey, you and I both well, want well the same thing, right? Jail, like, <laughs> don't we, want we both to die. want her out of jail? Yeah. And Tony's not really giving him that kind of energy. Yeah. Tony's kind of like. I mean, if she killed the guy, she killed the yeah. guy. What can you do? Ah, <laughs> c'est la vie. Like, and it's like, no, Mark is like, you know, you, you can't really be executed for a crime that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So he basically points out the entire thing of uh, that Tony had planned, yeah. except that it didn't go off. And yes. Tony's like, hmm, okay, this guy is not stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, this guy doesn't have the suspicion. Yeah, because yeah, Mark, Mark is saying what Tony's plan was, but yeah. he's using his his writer brain yeah, and being brain. like, all right, Tony, we'll say that you did it. Right. <laughs> and this is how but you it did it. It didn't work out. So you just get a few years in, <laughs> in prison. Right. And that's better than, you know, Margot's life. Right, being. right. And Tony's like, hmm, game off. recognized game. I get it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but he's like, oh, the jury's not going to buy it. Mm-hmm. So therefore, why try it? Mm-hmm. And then at, the, at some point, you see kind of that cover of cool slide off where he's like, yes, well, yeah. because we're not talking about you. Yeah. That's why you're wanting I me mean, to I mean, he also secretly wants to kill him as well. True. He has no love for him either. And like, he brings up the letter uh, mm-hmm. about the affair and everything um and then so the inspector at this point mostly seems kind of buffoonish mm-hmm. um but he shows up yeah, back this he's, is he's playing it off yeah classic yeah. colombo oh, yeah, 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 oh yeah 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 absolutely in fact i think he might say one more thing at a certain <laughs> point um but play dumb until everyone gives off all the evidence yeah colombo took after this guy you never yeah. know yeah yeah you know who also does that secretly um borat yeah, really, yes. that's so boring. Yes. <laughs> Gets yes, people I to do it. And then, so yeah, so he, the the inspector who was there initially, um, this is now months later. He shows back up at the house and and he pretends that it's uh, in relation to some random robbery. Mm-hmm. But you can you can kind of suss out he has he sus- suspects something. Yeah, he, he he does his job well. He yeah, does and very he, well. Yeah. He mentions this this blue suitcase, mm-hmm. this cool this dark blue suitcase. Uh, Mark happens to be in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. He sees a blue suitcase. He's like, "Huh, is this the same suitcase?" Tony plays it off like it was robbed, mm-hmm. and he, di- you know, doesn't have it anymore. Just didn't report it in all of the chaos, and opens up the suitcase, a bag of cash in, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it's like, why leave that there? Like, yeah. is it just hubris at this point? Or he just think I'm not gonna get caught, but he just leaves a whole suitcase full of cash, mm-hmm. and then. Inspector gets called in there, and and I like how he just plays it off like he still has the upper hand. Mm-hmm. But it's clear, like, everybody who is watching the movie must know at this point, they know. It, like, they they know. They you, know. you can't explain. At it, We're just like waiting for him to be caught at this point. Though. He still, still tries. tries. And it works out quite well. I feel like the inspector is just waiting for Tony to perjure himself. Yeah. 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 And, and it was just done so superbly. 
you know. No, yeah. no, the, the detective's like, like this guy did it. Like he, yeah. he's just like, let me just walk him into his but own trap. That's all. I think part of it is also like, if you're a man of the law, yeah, you have to kind of get the the conviction in the right way. Right. You right. can't just go with your gut feeling. Yeah. So you have to you need to gather as much evidence. This leads back to what you were saying about um, Hitchcock and his reverence towards law enforcement yeah. in, in Psycho. Um, because in in this movie he does very much show the inspector as walking the 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 right line, um, straight and narrow, the straight and narrow, and making sure that everything is done properly. Um, and he's giving he's not planting evidence for Tony, but mm-hmm. he is setting it up so that Tony can reveal it, yeah. that mm-hmm. that he is the the perpetrator. Um, like Tony's trying to be like, hey, come over here, and he's just like, mm, come over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but the thing is, Tony, he's he has such an ego. He never once thinks that he doesn't have the wool over the right. inspector's eyes. No, he is like a nice, upstanding, rich white man living in England who yeah. has planned a murder for a year. So he's just like, I'm smarter than everybody else in this room. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. And it's like it really would have worked if it wasn't for yeah. them damn scissors. If yeah, if if my girl just never had a flight or flight instinct. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and or Mark, <laughs> or, or yeah, if if not for Mark and his damn egghead brain, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I, so when when that's when the inspector pretty much reveals to Mark. I think it's not that he reveals it to Mark. Mark kind of lingers back, mm-hmm. sees the inspector hasn't left the apartment, and Mark is like, "Hey, yo, Wagwan, Wagwan." <laughs> like, you know, there's a line that the inspector says that I actually loved. He was saying like, you know, heaven help us or saints help us yeah, from yeah, yeah, the saints, yeah. from the amateur. Yes. And mm. he's just like, because he's the professional mm-hmm. yeah. and Mark is the amateur. Right. But just Mark is just trying to bungle it up just yeah, by his yeah. presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's, he, he's, he's like, all right, look, if you won't leave, this is what you need to do. Right. Um, and they, they organize it for Margot to come to the apartment. And uh, this is the first point you've seen Margot in a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, girl she's is... She's gray. She's no, gray. She's, she's looking exhausted. She's been through it. She's been through it. Yeah. She's been through it. And... Like How much time has passed? Couple months. Couple months, yeah, because yeah. they have to go through the whole trial and trial everything. System, yeah. And then, so she, <laughs> she gets they they flat out tell her what they suspect, and she's just kind of numb. Yeah, she's she like, whatever. She's <laughs> like, all right, I have. <laughs> I feel like I should be feeling something, but guys, I am tired. Yeah. I was strangled and then accused of murder. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was going to be executed. So uh, the next day, like yeah. at this point, the it's next 24 day, she's hours. She's got 24 mm-hmm. hours left to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, Tony's out for a bit. They set up the scheme mm-hmm. where uh, the inspector has switched the keys yeah, yeah. that Tony has. Um, what what the part of the original plan was that the the original murderer. Uh, who is now dead with scissors in his Swan. back. Mm-hmm. Swan. Um, he was supposed to pick up the spare key from underneath the mat of the stairs outside of the apartment, mm-hmm. right? Um, and what he did was that he took that key, opened the door, but put the key back. Okay. And Tony thought that the key inside of the killer's pocket was actually the key to Tony's Sir apartment, mm-hmm. right? Um, Tony didn't doesn't think that that key is still out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only when... The inspector switches the keys. Tony comes back to the apartment. He tries the key that he has. He's like, this isn't for my apartment. Mm-hmm. And there's that great moment where he's walking out. And yeah, they're just like, ah, so. oh, okay. damn it. We, 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 the jig is up. Right. Um, and he stops. Thinks and then he looks it. back. And he stops again. And he looks back. And Thinks eventually he thinking. turns around. Yeah. yeah, you can see the thinking. And it's, it's a great like little nonverbal acting, just like body language. I, of I, 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 don't, I, I don't want to point out that thing that like Hitchcock does, which is so like obvious but effective is whenever he needs like an item that is important to the story yeah 
he always has the character like put it in their hand and the camera just zooms on yes. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to be like, hey audience, do you get this? Yeah. Please retain this key item. Anyway. Key item. <laughs> yes. No like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, like he, he does it, he does it in almost everyone's films. Like a character will pick up an item yeah. and it's just like it's just so obvious, but like he, he always does he it. He ties everything in neatly too. Everything is a clue versus every like single nowadays aspect. Yeah. you yeah. find that you have characters being introduced and there's no use for them. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Or a character will will They'll use like dialogue to explain what's yeah. going to happen, like offhand dialogue, as opposed to just showing you the thing yeah. and then having you realize like, oh, maybe they're gonna do yeah. something. But then I think my my all time favorite scene is very much at the end when um, Tony opens the door <laughs> and there's the inspector, there's Margo, there's mm-hmm. Mark, and he's just like, oh, they've caught me. Right. And he turns around and the police band the door. Yeah. The, he he tr- he tries to make a run for it and the police are at the door. And he looks around for a little bit. He looks a little bit panicked, just very slightly. But then he's just kind of like, well, all right. So the game goes. Yeah. <laughs> so and he he just anyway, who wants he a drink? Yeah, <laughs> he offers them a drink. He offers Margot a drink. He's yeah. just like, you want? I mean, you sure need one, right? Yeah. At this point. He's just like, well and, played, and guys. Accepts. And she accepts you know, <laughs> yeah. She accepts She it. doesn't balk. She doesn't nope. scream. She doesn't do any of yeah. it. Yeah. She just... She accepts, like, yes, I'll, I'll take Might that as well, yeah. yeah. And it's just like the psychological torture that this man laid to this woman. And for, for his response to it, he just be like, well, so I committed. I tried, right? You guys have guys, to Guys, it was a good plan. You have, like, to admit, I mean, you have to admit. Come on, Mark, you got your story <laughs> for your next yeah. book, bro. This is, this is a good Everything plan. works yeah. out. Yeah. So he, at this point, I'm wondering, is he still just getting a couple years for the murder he didn't get to commit? And uh, you conspiracy know, to murder is still cons- yeah yeah but still you know it's like it feels it, it's oh uh, no he al- he also um what's that thing when you um you interrupt a case and investigation oh, obstruction okay, okay. obstruction yeah. of yeah obstruction, obstruction of, of justice yeah. Yeah. in my mind right would would I I you like get a nice ten years for that I like ten the idea hopefully. of him just getting <laughs> life imprisonment and then. Um, the, uh, he and the inspector have to have this kind of fraught relationship where the inspector comes to him to help with him on <laughs> cases like <laughs> the mi- like like a Hannibal Lecter Hannibal kind Lecter of thing. He's, he's going back to him. And Tony, he's what like, would you do? <laughs> <laughs> like if, if, if you wanted to kill this man? <laughs> oh yes! <laughs> oh yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that that would be cool if that was how. Yeah. And and Tony's there. Dallin for murder part two. And and he he he's just like he's Police asking. Consultant. No criminal consultant. Criminal yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's asking for favors for everything right, that he right, works right. on. And eventually his prison cell is just like a recreation of yeah. his apartment. Because his whole. Thing I'd like to see a river or a tree. <laughs> <laughs> his his whole thing of why he wants to commit the murder is one he hates his wife for cheating. Right. But two. He has been used to living a life of luxury. Yeah, oh yeah. And he has nice nothing about him. He has no income. Nope. Like she has Yeah, right, he's broke. He's <laughs> broke. She's got kind of wants to kill her in the first you know, place. Yeah. I'm gonna contradict you at one point. Okay. I actually don't think he hates his wife for cheating. I don't think he feels any way about it at I, all. I, uh, oh, yeah, okay. It doesn't feel anything of anybody. Yeah, Interesting. because he, he's not reactive to her at all. No, yeah. Right. It's almost like this is where the sociopathic tendency comes in. Yeah. You know, he just he likes tennis and that's it. Oh, so, <laughs> you, so <laughs> do you think maybe it is that this is a means to an end for him, right? Yeah. So she, he's thinking she's gonna leave him, right? Take so all the money, right? And he's like, she's the rich one. right, 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 right. She has no no reason to stay. She's already right. fallen out of love. Yeah, yeah. She's got this young guy, yeah, like hot writer. Yeah, exactly. So, so it, yeah, okay. I, I accept that it's not about love. It's not a thing of passion. Yeah, it's it's just really like, just resources. It's just like mm, I like money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that'd be cool if he. If he set up his Quinn, th- that's, that's a that's a great take. Yeah, actually. yeah. Uh, yeah, he sets up his entire prison cell with all the brandy that he likes mm-hmm. and and uh, can cigarettes. I get my silver cups, please? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. has good taste, man. I have to yeah. say. He, he he does. He does. Yeah. I, and um, I, what what was it that he did? He was a tennis player. Yeah. Didn't yeah. work tennis out for him. Tennis player. Tennis no, he yeah. didn't, didn't work. He, he just got old. Well, and they have they have short lifespan in terms yeah. of like professional careers. Right. Yeah. 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 He okay. just he just hit fort and they're like, dude, you gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't do well with the investing. He just married rich. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's a good investment anyhow. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess it worked do. out for her as well because he was like a strapping young lad. I don't know when they met. I mean, she seems way younger than he does. Um, uh, I, I, I assume they're all like 40. They're usually younger. Okay. So you'll find that like in those dynamics. Yeah. Mm. yeah. She, she she gives me like a socialite kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, and she, yeah. she I think this is like the foray of the classic Hitchcock blonde. Mm. Right, right. Where, um, well, at this point, you don't really see too much of her. This is about him, Tony. Mm-hmm. But you see the beginnings of it. So like later on, Grace Kelly kind of enters the Hitchcock world and you find that she has that icy kind of look, mm-hmm, the blonde mm-hmm. hair, the cool demeanor. Mm-hmm. But then they always put her in like a passionate role yeah, yeah. where, you know, there's like fire under the ice yes, kind yes, of yes. thing. So that's what they like to do yeah. later on with her. But okay. this is kind of like the introduction of... Is this one of her first roles? Um, I, s- I think so. Okay. I think so. In terms of the Hitchcock world. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was, I, was, I was just talking about with Damon on, on the on the way here. We're like Grace Kelly is one of those names I've always heard, yeah. but I've never seen a film oh, of hers. Oh, she, she. Yeah, this is my first Grace Kelly movie, but oh, I really? know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I know her her as just one of those classic Hollywood yeah, names. You, yeah. s- you, s- you know the name. Yeah. Mm. You don't know, yeah. That and and um, she <laughs> she played um, uh, mentally tortured quite well because <laughs> yes. yes. she she goes like it's two different people in the movie when she's in the I- initial scenes. She's kind of, uh, you know, full nervous about the affair. Yeah. She's full of, like, life and love, and she's mm-hmm. very passionate, and she's wanting to go to the movies and all that. She just, you know, enjoys the life that she has. And then, the you know, the scene when she's being murdered is pretty intense. And then later on, when she just seems defeated, it's like this is a changed woman. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. this has uh, played a number on her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but overall, I would say of, um, of these two movies, um, I think... I enjoyed the ride of Dial M for Murdo because mm-hmm. it was it was a it was more fun. It was more like let's see if he can get away with this. Yeah. Let's and I I found myself it was one of those things where I was actually rooting for him to get away with it almost because it was just like you work so hard. I, yeah, I appreciate when people put in the work. Right. <laughs> yeah, um, like I said, I, I, I feel bad. Yeah, as opposed to Norman Bates, I'm just like <laughs> but you the are. The code, you know, the right? Code, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so funny. So like w- when watching Dial M for Murdo, what I couldn't stop thinking about is. When I go into like the office, um, office for work, um, the lunch lady, the kitchen lady, she has it on the Lifetime Movie Network, the TV oh. on Lifetime Movie Network, oh, okay. all uh. live long day. Yeah. So to see like a good version of the terrible trash <laughs> she watches every day <laughs> on that thing, where it's just like you know evil husband plotting a murder, oh. like to, to see like a, a very good version of, of these just things that Lifetime Movie just. Craps out. That's like, what Lifetime. Lifetime Movie Network is a, is a, is just a collection of like women with bad boyfriends. Ooh. That's that's essentially what. It, but like so crappily and hastily spit out. Like, mm-hmm. like right. the, the thing is, I'm both impressed at how quickly they spit out movies. Like like on, like on a technical level, I'm impressed. What it's a bunch doing. of battered women. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But like oh. just on like j- just on the predictability of story, oh. it's just not interesting. And I kind of almost get that. Like you, you kind of need somebody to just like no matter when I walk to the lunchroom, no matter what scene is playing or what act is it, I can look at it and in five seconds I know exactly yeah, that, what is going on. That, in the that, movie. that was there's no there's no mystery <laughs> or like sense of like um, the you alienation know, to you the know product. who is the bad guy. Yeah, you know who's 
the guy. villain. You know who's gonna be the hero right. by the end. You, you, like he doesn't say anything, but you're like, oh, this is his scheme. Like yeah. mm. just from the body language, you can tell what scheme is going. It on. is very low maintenance viewing. You can just yeah. put it on at any point yeah. in the day, and you're in it. You're not missing anything. Yeah. You're not missing. It. Mm. It, it's it, gotcha. it's it's funny because you know for the past year, all she's been watching is Lifetime Movie Network. Previously, all she watched was the Game Show Network. <laughs> and the Game Show Network is great because you can sit down and you can go, oh, okay, I know exactly what's going on in the game. I, I could right? tell she really enjoys her yeah. work. Yeah, so so it's funny. She both she went from like um, game shows to movies, but the experience of viewing them has not changed. It's right. the same effect. Like you just know exactly what's going on Like when you look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. Um, but I was just saying, like it, it, to compare the two, um, watching Tony go through this very methodical plan mm-hmm. as opposed to watching Norman Bates who is kind of just fumbling Winging into it. things. <laughs> Winging he's it. just Panicked, like completely panicked. Yeah, he, 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 he kills a woman out of passion and the, the, like within two seconds of being questioned about it, he's fumbling, fumbling over his over. words. Tony is like, who, like if, if Tony had been at run, the run, Bates Motel, oh yeah, never, never would have caught him. Never caught he, him yeah. To this day, he yeah. would have, no, yeah. And he he would have found the money. He would have known what the money was for, yep. where it came from, yep. and he would have had an excuse for it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I really enjoyed them. It was because I've seen a few Hitchcocks before. Um, I seen Strangers on a Train. Mm-hmm. Um, North by Northwest. Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen that one, even oh. though I know that that's like one of the, the killer ones. Um, so it was it was cool to foray Notorious. into this world. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's in, if this is your first Grace Kelly movie, I do recommend Rear Window, which is another hit. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. yes, yes, yes it yes. is excellent. Been meaning to watch that. Yeah. But at your own time. Sure. Do you? All right. So let's close out then. Do you have like a top five Hitchcock, Hitchcock? films? I do actually. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Go. So I feel like I've mentioned this to Bam, and funnily enough, like one of the more famous stuff is not there. Mm-hmm. Right. So definitely for me, um, rear window is like. Oh, are, 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 are we going five to one or one to five? What are we oh, doing? okay. Yeah. Well, it's hard to it's hard to okay, rate fine. it like that because they're so different, right? Yeah. Right. But like top, I, I'll go. I'll give you top three. Okay. Which is there's a kind of a theme here, but so the rear window, mm-hmm. Marnie, mm-hmm. Marnie has Sean Connery in it, nice. by the way, mm-hmm. and Tippi Hedron, which nice. is um, yeah. yeah. Right. And. Uh, I actually love Dial M. So two of them has Grace Kelly in it. Okay. But it's completely different roles that she play. Mm-hmm. Um, still supporting, but yeah. you know, it's it's very it, it shines in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, but Marnie is actually out of all of it the most psychologically um, obvious one. Oh, obvious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, those three I really enjoy. But out of that. Um, when I say I really enjoy it, I mean I'll rewatch it over and over right, and not right, get right. bored, yeah. right? But in terms of others that have intrigued me very much, um, Strangers on a Train caught mm-hmm. me off guard the mm-hmm. first time I watched it. It was very good. And Vertigo. I don't know if you've ever watched Vertigo. Vertigo. No, I've heard of it, though. I, I, or, uh, I have I have heard um, that it might be a little bit of a challenging watch. Like, it's probably one of the more surreal Hitchcock movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that's definitely been on my list. And there's one that feels Hitchcock, but I can't remember if it was Hitchcock. Um, is this one with the lady from Casablanca, um, Ingrid Bergman, uh-huh. and uh, this tall gentleman, I forget his name, and it's it has Salvador Dali art in it. Okay. Um, um, I mean, with that, I'm sure you could find that on Google. Yes, That's enough information. Yes. Yeah, it, it's very nice. It's very Hitchcock in in the way it presents. But mm-hmm. I'm not. Sh- I can't recall if it actually is him. Mm-hmm. Basically, like he's, he has amnesia and he ends up being playing the director 
of this psychiatric institute okay. and she's right. she's one of the um the psychiatrists there and like you know they have to basically uncover his identity uh-huh. and it's it's very fun okay. okay i have one final question for you then mm-hmm. um so like the youth today you know the kids they consider like an old movie something that was made in like the 90s which the 90s kids I, I i have a like young 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 kids they, oh, they no, think no, no. the heathers are like old movies oh, for sure right i oh, have a okay. friend right. i have a friend our age a little bit older than me who says anything before 1995 is, is what he calls a classic, classic or like an old movie vintage yeah okay. that, that, that's upsetting yeah, yeah. Okay. so 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 mike so i i think it's just like <laughs> it's just a dumb young young people thing to think about because you, you kind of don't you know think think of a whole the full spectrum movie so my question to you is as our newly crowned classic movie expert oh thank you what when do you think is like the period of time where a movie has now entered old and is now if still being discussed classic okay um well i mean old specifically is chronological mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. in terms of classic classic is a very uh, overused word sure right but for me it's a classic if i want to rewatch it mm-hmm. over and over and over mm-hmm. Um, and I always learn new things about from it as mm-hmm. I watch it. Right. Um, so in a way, like uh, the film with Jimmy Stewart in, that always comes in Christmas. It's a wonderful it's life. It's a wonderful life. Yep. That's a classic. Mm-hmm. You watch it and you learn something every mm-hmm. time. Yep. But then you could pick something contemporary that's also a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's been a while since I've watched... Um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. Right? So mm. that's contemporary, right, but you right, can rewatch right, it right. and it's a classic. Right. Yeah. So I would define it like that. Mm-hmm. But in terms of old, honestly, that that's subjective. Mm. Old part. Yeah. For, for me, anything made pre-1970 mm-hmm. is just an old movie. That's th- that's that's you. <laughs> yeah. B- because because like as a person born in like right in 1989. The tail end of 1989, I still get to call myself an 80s kid. I still get to call. So I, I consider like, so I'll, g- I'll grant you two decades uh-huh. <laughs> and say like anything made after that is an old film. Yeah. Because I, I almost see movies as like eras. Eras. Yeah. Like, 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 you know, like, not, go, not, go, not like golden mistakes, age. you know, yeah, like era, like era, era, era. Oh, 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 okay, yeah. like thank time, you, time, time periods, <laughs> yeah, thank yeah. you for that, yeah. time periods, yeah, sorry, okay, that time period. So, like, you know, they're just like the golden age of like mm-hmm. the 40s, and, and there's a contemporary. It's funny though, because I've by that same token, I consider anything before 1980, and I guess that's well, because we're, we're 10 years apart, 10 apart yeah, because <laughs> yeah, like to me. Uh, when I think of the movies that I was told, oh, this is a classic, it's like it's Godfather, Taxi Driver, mm-hmm. um, Star seventy, Wars, all seventies. So that's that's when I consider that is the the newest old movie mm-hmm. is in nineteen seventy to nineteen seventy. Anything, anything I was born during, not old. <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's 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 my heart. See, yeah. see that's a that's a personal thing. <laughs> yeah, that's that a personal point, thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. But for me, like personal opinion, old implies. So once it goes to silent era. For me, I consider that old. I mean, yeah, ancient, ancient, ancient. That's pretty old. Right. So, because f- yeah. I can't really relate too much to it. Right, like, it's a little dated. Yeah, yeah, I try to watch it. I, I, I can watch a Buster Keaton. Yeah, and just be like all yeah. physical, great. Yeah. yeah. But for me, like I will consider that old. Right, mm-hmm. right. So I guess I have a different stick. Sure. 
Well, Ken, that's also a random term. Th- thank, thank you so I much. Thank you so much for coming on Thanks and, for having and giving me guys. us your your uh, your Hitchcockian insights. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we really appreciate it, and uh, we'd love to have you back. So we hope that you enjoyed your time here. I did. I enjoyed it, and it was great chatting with you guys. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what a what a fun two hours that was, and yeah. no no further time. No no interruptions. We <laughs> no, just it was just a smooth two hour in smooth two transition, hour right? Cough, cough. Yes, All yes. right. Well, thank you very much for listening. Uh, you can find us wherever podcasts can be found. You can find the thing you're listening to right now. You can play it on your old timey gramophone. Mm-hmm. We actually have it in vinyl. Yep. If you special <laughs> order it, <laughs> how much would it cost to put one podcast, put podcast episode on, on a vinyl? <laughs> All right. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere podcasts can be found. You can find me at Damien Michael Movies on Twitter and Instagram. Bam, where can I find you? You can find me at FlatBammy on Twitter. Or Instagram was taken on the Instagram. If you have something that you'd like us to talk about, um, Bam and I, our DMs are open. Jump yeah. in there and just say, hey, I want to hear you guys talk about this movie or this Please franchise. go use on the naked pictures. I've had quite enough. Please it's not. Really solid. We're, we're both in committed <laughs> relationships mm-hmm. and we do not want our, our, exactly. um, our beloveds to plot an elaborate methodical murder yeah, on us. I don't need that again. Trust me. Yeah, no. Once is enough, I could right? show them the movie. Hey, hey yeah. now. <laughs> Art is not meant to educate in that way. <laughs> um, yeah, let us know what you'd like us to talk about. We have a, an ongoing schedule that we are constantly flexible on. So if you, if, I mean, we don't want to talk about Fast and Furious franchise. So no, <laughs> yeah. we don't like them. They, yeah. they're th- bad. Th- th- there's enough. There's, there's enough. They're making three now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we, 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 we need other topics to cover, guys. Yeah, Come on, yeah, give, yeah. give us ideas. All right. Thank you for listening. We will see you next. What are we doing next week? Uh, I don't know. I don't know for sure. I really it's a know. surprise. I think it's a surprise. I think speed is next speed. week, but it might not be. So, or, oh no, we might. We might. Isn't it Inside Out? Well, so we're 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 recording Speed next week. Right. Right. And then wouldn't that be coming out that weekend? I don't know when. I don't know how time. Works. Well, let's. It's a conference. Yeah. Not on this podcast. No. <laughs> we, we we record something and then like three weeks later. Like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening.